0: All right, we're not going to start out with some obscenity here. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, but welcome to Texas. Uh, I'm Boone. I'm Levi. I'm Kevin. And Kevin's here with us tonight. Always a treat, man, whenever we get together and uh, ramble on and talk yeah. about the freaking government. Yeah. The government! The government! <laughs> the government. Uh, but, uh, no, just kidding. But we are really going to start out with talking about kind of philosophy. One thing about, uh, I always liked about Ron Paul, who we've talked about on this, and Kevin actually... Uh, hadn't really ever been researched into Ron Paul or studied Ron Paul, so this is a great segment to start on. We felt like, um, not that anybody, there's no human in, in the world who doesn't have their own errors and their own flaws, so no one's perfect, but right. uh, Ron Paul was a different type of a politician because I feel like he came in and talked more philosophically. Rather than standing on one platform, mm-hmm. he talked about the relationship between government and people and what it should really be. Government. And, <laughs> don't say that word, <laughs> government. I'm twitching. I'm twitching. Uh, uh, can't stop. Uh, but uh, and uh, but one thing he said was, you know, that, that basically he stands on individual liberty. The, right. the 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 stands for freedom and individual liberty. And um, my question to y'all is, and myself that I just think is practically. It always sounds good, right? Can that idea really work? If everybody has the freedom to do as they please without hurting anybody else, they have to take responsibility for their actions. You know, can we have an effective society just off of that basic premise?
1: Right. No, I think that's a really good question, you know, and uh, I think that the answer is yes, but not in the way that it's being attempted right now. You know uh, we you basically, talked about, you basically
0: don't think that's being attempted right now I
1: don't think that the true idea of liberty is being attempted right now no I Do don't you I think, think it it's, ever it's, has
0: it I, think there was,
1: I, I think there was a time when it was a lot more in effect but but also there was also the the extreme imperfections of that time as well you know yeah. when uh you know I really feel like when uh when our founding fathers instituted this country uh, in the Constitution of 1787, uh, you know, we had our Bill of Rights, and then we have the you know the Constitution, and I think we've talked about it before how for eleven years you had well right well that was the Articles of Confederation yeah. that came before it, oh, right okay okay you know but uh I really feel like they messed up that the Bill of Rights awesome you know you got I I think you got to have a Bill of Rights they messed up when they added all those articles and sections to it uh, laying out this big massive government that. Basically, there was no practical way it was going to... Stay retain. small. Yeah, it was going to yeah. stay small. You know, and the Anti-Federalists, yeah. we've talked about this many times, the Anti-Federalists predicted that the federal government was just going to get bigger and bigger and that liberty was just going to get smaller and smaller in this country. You know, uh, So yes, I believe that the idea of individual liberty, the idea that you can live your life however you see fit, so long as you don't infringe upon the life, liberty, or property of anyone else... I think that that is an idea that can work, but it cannot be tainted with state intervention. And what I mean by that is, you know, I think I've brought it up really briefly on the show before, the idea of a of a uh, state with no constitution but a Bill of Rights, right? A state that literally just has a Bill of Rights, and it has a few institutions to ensure that these Bill of Rights are protected. You know, I've talked about before how uh, comparing the government to like a referee in a sports game. You know, a referee, they sit back, they watch the players, they make sure that another player doesn't doesn't, you know, injure another player or or, you know, break the rules and impede upon another pre- uh, player's ability to play the game. Yeah. You know, uh Dressed like a zebra? Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know? Where, did they, where did that come like, from? You, you, where did the strikes come from? I have no I idea. <laughs> no idea. Yeah, yeah, okay. No yeah, idea about that. Yeah, I but know. I mean, like, you, you brought up, like, you know, can we have, like, fire departments and police departments and that kind of thing? Uh, and I think that the answer is yes. You know, you got to have police. If you have a Bill of Rights, you've got to have... Policemen, too. You know, you've got to have a referee to blow the whistle. Yeah, but you know, communities, have, communities, communities can handle can that. that. By communities can yeah. handle that. I was just about to say that. Look at any small town's uh, fire department. Almost all of them are volunteer. Now I'm talking about rural areas here. When you get into the cities. You know, you, there's probably going to be need for a little bit more infrastructure, a little bit more organization in large
0: cities. Yeah. But there's also more people, people exactly. so where if you split that up between yes. precincts within split the city. Split it up but, into neighborhoods yeah.
1: and, and, you know... Groups of blocks. But that that that, would still
0: be up to the individual areas or like some type of uh, boards. Yeah, you're right. It would take more just naturally take more governance where there's more people, right? But the liberty, we're
2: talking about liberty, right? And the free will and doing what one wants to do when they want to do it. That's not a, I don't know, man. I don't think you're going to have those institutions if there's really like actual liberty and freedoms. because. People could do what they wanted. You're not going to have a firefighter going to work on his three days and gets four days off, you know. Like, if he really gets to do what he pleases...
0: Well, but like well, then the it's gotta be of I mean, yeah. he's got to make a living. Yeah, he has he to can, eat. He has to drink like, water. It's not has like, has like
1: to... under liberty, everybody can just do what they what they first want to do when they're kids. You know, you just have a world of firefighters and ninjas running around. So I think. Yeah, but no, we're talking about liberty. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to it, be practical. You could no? even you could even
0: have so so basically the premise of this is like that there is government who acts like a referee, but the government is is the people. Literally, you would have you would yeah. <laughs> right. Government. No, but, okay. Uh, you're you you still limits.
1: a state. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about some state you would have, society. You, but, but
0: you would have, like, a, a, a term limits. You know, maybe you can do two terms, and then, so right. everyone from every profession would be getting more involved. You well, would it be, came,
1: like, when you're talking about terms, you probably, you know, you're usually talking about something like represent... That's where I think we really messed up in this country, is with the idea of this representative democracy where... We have our Bill of Rights, but practically, speaking, if enough people in enough districts and precincts of this country decide that the Bill of Rights needs to be changed, they can change it.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and uh,
1: and that's that's one thing that I don't think that I don't agree with in our current system. Rights are not up to democracy. I don't believe our rights are God given.
0: So so if you don't have representative democracy, you know what what would in turn take its place as government form? Would it just be like bodies of boards, basically, that would be interchanging boards that would oversee these decisions? Like by right. the people, basically, you know, like panels, basically. That, yeah, you know, and I you mean, gotta,
1: you got to lower, like we were just talking about earlier, bringing it down to neighborhood uh, entities, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, see, uh,
0: I, I feel like representation can work in that form. But it has to be interchanging, and people have to be involved because right. that's the idea. They say government by the people, for the people. By right. the people means that it's not one person there for forty years. That right. you have forty people in there within, you know, when
2: forty terms. Mad. You yeah. know, so you know, or, or yeah, right. exactly. Within hundred right. years,
0: you have forty different congressmen who have been from all right. different trades, I see what from you're all saying. different backgrounds. I see what you're saying. And so that's what I'm. I think term limits could effectively do that. You know, and I think there are a lot of people who would run uh, for something if they knew. Okay, I'm going to go into. I'm basically serving time. I'm right. basically serving like I'm in the military. I
1: guess you could say that. Like, the, and, I, and I think that you those do.
0: representatives should be a lot more restrained exactly. in what they can do because you I mean, should be like, protecting liberty, right? We're people's like, ability to to make a living, to start a business. That that right. corporations don't come in, and corporations are allowed to be open, and small businesses aren't. Yeah. You know, that's like that's the opposite of what you're supposed to be doing. Because right. in that, and, and, and it's just, you're supposed to be providing a level playing field for everybody. You're not supposed to go against the corporations or against the small businesses. Right. You're just supposed to be there as a referee. That's a great example, yes. and I think that's true. Exactly. And, and that's what, Kevin, to answer, your, like, to answer your question is, I think it would look, the system under freedom, ideally, that's what it's like. Ideally, we think that's what it would look like,
1: right. is
0: more people would be involved in government. Uh, there wouldn't be as much corruption. Uh, you know, more, you know, government would be basically a lot more localized, at least what mattered in your life would be more localized and decisions locally, like what roads get done because you get this much money from the state this year and, you know, you would have to follow budgets and stuff. You would have to take more accountability, but you would also have the leeway to live in a town that maybe didn't have um, you know, housing restrictions or restrictions on land or, you you know, right. and then in some places you probably would have great restrictions on land because the people there would vote for that and believe that we all needed to have our yards look really nice. And, right. you know, so I think it wouldn't look, it wouldn't, it wouldn't look the same across the board. It would no, depend on where exactly. you live. It would, yeah. be, basically exactly. I mean, it right. would be basically anti-federalism. Yeah. I that's mean, that's exactly basically it would be basically, I mean, that's basically what it would be.
1: And, you know, and you know, you make a good point. I, I guess I, I, I gotta redact what I said earlier about the representative democracy.
2: But, but under the I mean, form you, you do that you have, it have is, to have some yeah. sort of
1: representative representation. But when it comes to what they can do and exactly what they can, you know, one of the big problems I think with with our system is that, like we said, it started off small and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger over time, and that's because over time people asked it to do more and more things, and it said okay. We're gonna do those things. See, I don't think it should be like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, yeah talking thought. about referees, I've always thought here's one thing you could do in this country: is you can have in every single courtroom, every uh, town hall meeting, every everything, everywhere. There's any sort of uh, convening body that's going to try and make uh, changes Walls, or yeah. decisions or le- legislation there should be constitutional referees and they can even dress up they can be all zebra now yeah. you know whistle you know? and they yeah the they whistle. got a whistle and they stand there and if they hear anyone even even suggest Something even slightly unconstitutional, they blow the fucking whistle.
0: <laughs> you could get the yellow flag. They're holding a football. No, Getting the yellow right. flag, right. yeah. 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 and they throw the flag out. Yeah.
1: That'd be great, right. dude. Yeah, exactly. That'd be great. Okay, And yeah. They should be like, no, you know, penalty, penalty in the courtroom. Not, we're not
0: even going to consider it. You know, I've always really liked that <laughs> suggestion someone had that any congressman that accepts any type of campaign donation or anything, they should have to wear a patch on their vest to show who they've accepted money from. So you can yeah, more easily see exactly. how they're really like going to vote, drivers, you know. should, exactly. Like NASCAR drivers, yeah. And I had seen that. I don't they take. I, I read that somewhere, I and that I love that. Hey. Yeah. but hey. <laughs> so any, any Kevin, I'll give you the closing thoughts on no,
2: that. No, I don't. I don't really. I'm just here to be educated on this because, like, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I really don't like the whole idea of liberty and living free, and it just it seems so far fetched from from where we are right now. That yeah. like. Yeah. No, you're right about really that. Is. You're it, right it, about yeah, that. That's what's exactly crazy. Right That's what's that. crazy
0: about it. It really does. And I think, especially with the last year of lockdowns and stuff, you show like it. We are blessed to live in this country. There is no doubt about it. I mean, you really do kind of hit the jackpot. You, it could be a lot worse. Getting born in a country that is really in civil conflict all the time, and you don't know, you know, if your parents are going to survive or war torn countries. And we're blessed to be to live in a place where we do have these freedoms that we have stood upon that are a lot greater than a lot of people. But I think that you always got to strive for better. It could have been a lot better from the beginning and it could still be a lot better today. Right. And we're seeing how much power our government really does have in the past, in the last year. Like, it, it's not just some pipe dream that Alex Jones screams about. But Dude, it, if- it's it, they They have a lot of power, enough to tell every business what to do and every business has to follow and follows and enforces it upon us. You know the The government and imp- government government government. Run his head through the window. He said it again. No. no, but uh, really, you know, they they forced businesses. They did something that has really. I don't know that this has been seen in history, but they took businesses that we all use and we all love, and they made them enforce laws that were not even laws. Okay, but look, okay. listen to this. So, it's amazing, so they
2: you know. What, what they did is they crushed the people who were kind of like... Th- the businesses that were thriving without the government on their backs. Those are the ones oh. that got crushed. Oh, no. They got yeah. crushed, Yeah, man. you're right. You're, and right. Then, and then you're right. It doesn't matter how much freedom people have. Okay? And some people might get mad if they hear this or disagree with it. But people without anybody else telling them what to do eventually... Want somebody to tell them what to do. The mm-hmm. more freedoms they have, the more they look for. Even if okay, if the if, if all the institutions exactly. and governments that were that we have and we abide by today disappeared, new ones will form almost immediately because yeah. people want to be it's a vacuum. Ruined. This though
0: this this is a whole other subject matter, yeah. and you make a great point because I totally agree with you, and I believe that the reason we are taught to see this way. Is because there is a level of indoctrination that happens within our education system, and I'm not saying this. This Absolutely. that's a that's a conspiratorial thought. I'm saying in some ways. No, I think that's a rabbit no, hole. But I in mean, some ways, like they do, they indoctrinate you to think that 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 you have that it's ha- okay, that, that, it's it's okay that, that, that you need to that you need to have this hierarchy of of thought teaching you what to do and telling you what to do that you you have to right. have authority telling you what to do. You need a job, you need a boss, you know. Yeah, they don't yeah. really well, teach you. Not,
1: well, let, I mean, but the, I do believe that people need some sort of hierarchy in their life but the question is who does it need to come from? Yeah. Does the hierarchy need to come from the government? The GOVERNMENT?
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. It's happening! Or, yeah.
1: or does it need to come from families? communities
0: churches god yeah yes. yeah a higher exactly. power you know unworldly right. you know right mushrooms it, it
2: used to it used to be <laughs> like churches and religion used to be the center of and the heart of communities they're not anymore man they're not i mean people used to they they used to get together, congregate, go watch their kids do whatever they were doing, whether
1: in, it would be sports, yeah. well, whether it, it be in little towns like this, they kind of still are. Man. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. Levi
0: did talk about this one time, uh, you know, months back, really, when we yeah. first started, is how that he really feels like that some form of religion or faith is is very important, and right now it's showing why with the moral and just social degradation that's really going on. And I mean, I don't. I'm I'm all for again freedom. If you want to go out and you want to, uh, you know, grind on the on the on the Grammy stage and sing a song about you know, uh, you know, oh. the, the WAP, You know, like I feel like you should be allowed to do that. Yeah. And I don't. And I think that people should be allowed to watch if they want. But I'm saying that what makes you feel like that? That's what young girls who look up to you need yeah. to be seeing. Right. Yeah. I mean, do you not have? I have two daughters. I don't want them watching that. Now, exactly. if they end up watching that, I'm gonna tell them. I mean, do y'all want to go out and you want to waste your I know talents in your life? About, I mean, I, I just don't never, think
2: I, I've never ever seen one Grammy in my life. Like I, I, I don't watch them either, and that's why. But again, but I, but like,
0: because we don't tune in, because we do have that freedom not to tune in, and that's why I don't have a problem with it. But, but I'm just saying there is know. a there's a so there is a level oh, of I'm social degradation going on. You can't deny that that when you know if you're teaching young. I mean, you could very... There could be young girls watching that who look up to her that that that, that could make them more sexually active. Maybe they don't oh, have dude, good home lives. There no could be about uh, it. It's y- happening. Exactly. And I'm not blaming her for... But she has a power. She has a power with her voice. And I think, I think across the board in, mu- in music and entertainment, people are using their voice for very bad reasons. And they have a voice to use. You don't have to be a... You don't have to be some God-loving Christian to to right. tell people, hey, make good decisions, treat people kindly, especially people who don't agree with you. Listen to people. You know, there's no reason to be driving this this uh, this decay in our society. I mean, and it's definitely that's definitely happening uh, to me. You know, in yeah, my yeah, you know in my opinion, I see it. Uh, but you know, we started this by talking about freedom, and this is all a part of it. And I think right. you have to put up with things, or at least you know, you you can't. You don't want to try to silence things through power, through some form right. of power that you don't agree with. I think that is messed up, and I don't think anyone should do that. And
1: that, that I think, is the perfect way to end this. You know, is that freedom, true liberty, means liberty for everyone, not just people you agree with, not just people who think like you. Means liberty for everyone. You know, so long as they don't cross that line.
0: Yeah. You know. Yep. Right on. On to the next. All right, segment two in this, we were talking a little bit about this in segment one, and that is education. And, uh, you know, when people have asked me, like, what do you think the answers are? And it's like, well, first of all, I don't know. But number two is there couldn't be anything probably more important than education, right? Because, I mean, when you, what you absorb, especially as a kid and into your early 20s and things are probably... You know, some of the most important times of your life and how you learn and not just what you learn, but how you learn. And if you depend on people to tell you every little thing and to do every little oh, thing insane. or do you, or are you forced to expand your mind, figure out how to figure things out? You know, I mean, this is right. these are big things. I don't think these are small things. I think they're very important. And uh, I do feel like, in my, and I'll just start this one off, and I am I am not versed in the public education system, only from my experience going through it. I've never worked in it. I've never sent my kids there, not because I, I hate them or anything, because I don't at all, and I know it has its place. But me and my wife made that decision to homeschool when my, before we even had kids, really, before my son was born. And uh, we stuck to it, and we always will, unless they want to do differently uh, when they're old enough to make those decisions. And... But I do feel like that the education system is just, uh, it, it, it's set up to fail in a lot of ways. And I, I think it really starts. If, if I'm going to pinpoint something, I think it is, again, I think it's a, a huge one curriculum that one size fits all. You know, it doesn't give any artistic ability to the teachers to kind of, you know, be more, be more creative within the way that they work with their children. Now... I could be wrong about that, and Kevin, I'll toss this over to you because you were actually a teacher for a while, and and I know that you, that doesn't make you an expert or anything, but it does make you. Do you think that is kind of a true statement that the teachers, some teachers maybe feel kind of handcuffed by curriculums? Well, let me tell you right now, like the, what you're doing with your kids is
2: freaking awesome. I, I couldn't do that with mine. I have three kids, seven years old, three year old, and a two year old, and I knew that I was going to be outmatched, like. Kids are different with their parents than they are around other people, every every bit of the way. Whenever there's a, a child, and even in front of another adult, if you go to a, a party or, or a children's birthday party, your kid's gonna act different. Whenever you're not around, whenever you're in the back talking to somebody, they're gonna be different. So what you're doing is awesome, man. That's, cr- that's and true. I want to I want to know. Like I, I would like to ask you like different stuff about like the biggest struggles that you have with that. But as far as the public education goes, um, man, you you said it. It's a system. I think all systems, they should be um, always morphing and always changing for the better. And I think that right now the public school system, it's been in decline for years and years and years. And standardized testing, I think everything that they do to try to change it um, starts out for the best, with the best intentions, but there's, there's so many loopholes and stuff that, that prevent kids from actually learning what is relevant in their lives right now. Um, I, I mean, I don't know, I, I, I think about this a lot. Like, as, far, as long as my son learns to read and write and communicate effectively, uh, verbally, non-verbally, 70% of communication is nonverbal yeah. so I think it's important for me it's important that he's around other kids in a
0: public school system. yeah that is absolutely that is absolutely something that is is very true and you know one thing that Levi has said a lot and, and this is what I totally agree with and I actually think that you know really a school like Medina is almost as good as you can get because the teacher to student ratio is very small. It's, uh, I mean, you know, you're very, act- you can be active in the school board a lot easier. A small school is really actually as about as effective as you can get. And, and right, Levi, right. I'll turn that over to you. You can kind of take that, and you can take right. it wherever you want. I'm well, yeah, kidding.
1: no, you know, I was just thinking, you know, uh, I've said this before, you know, I think public education is probably one of my most, most unlibertarian stances, and that's probably because, personally, I don't feel like the, the public education system let me down. I mean, you know, I... Uh, but that's also because, like you just said, I went to elementary school up in Kansas in a very small countryside school that was situated out of town. It was, it was a real small little elementary school, uh, a lot like Medina. Uh, and then I went. To, I was only in a big school for a couple of years, and then I was, and then I graduated from Medina here. And uh, I tell you what, I, I hated that big school. I went to a. Big old school up in Kansas with like 500 kids in a class. You can see the glimpses was, of where the problem. Oh man, are. yeah, man. Well, I mean, when I went there, the way those kids acted and the, the the disrespect and stuff was just so much greater than either one of the two small schools I went to. You well, know? and the fact that and, there's
0: less, te- there's the teacher to student right. ratio is like exactly.
1: uncontrollable. right exactly. wait a minute, wait
2: a minute. That goes back to one of the biggest problems in public education is the funding. I don't know. I went to school. I graduated. I wanted to be a teacher in a small town. Like you said, Levi, I thought, great. I went to to a small school. I felt like I was ready for the world at a very young age to go out and do whatever I wanted um, because it, I was prepared as far as, like I just said, reading, writing, communicating. I right. could I could go out and do it. I could, if, I, if there was anything that I wanted to do, I knew that I could learn it and I had the ability to learn. You have to be a willing participant to to be educated you have to want to and then you have to go and do Um, the public school systems whenever you're paying that whenever the pay is shit who's gonna wanna do it what educator is gonna wanna stick around whenever they could go down the street and pick up, um, pick up some tools and start building houses, and automatically be start out making double than what they did at the school. Right. Yeah. There's not a lot no, of incentive. Yeah. And the, and the I incentive. G- no,
1: I agree. There needs to be a lot more. Uh, you know, I don't want to say there should be like more funding put into the education system, like as it is now. But if it was to divert down into these, you know, take the big, huge city schools split them up into neighborhoods. Maybe, you know, you'll have a lot more schools. Divert those I agree with you. They need more funding. And you know yeah. what? I think Teachers. that we sh- I think yeah. that we could cut a whole bunch of bullshit that our government yeah. is paying for right now. Yeah. And put that into See, education I think they, I and think make I, that I, dream come I, true. I think
0: a lot of the waste comes on the administrative levels. Yeah. You know, and I think that's just the like the the high administrative levels, like the real, you know, the curriculum builders, the well, you know, and and I don't know. We'd have to really study. Maybe one day we'll print out the way some of this funding really gets spent, and we'll we'll do some research because well, I don't I don't really know. Well, we Your got a, be we got a good little example circles.
1: here in our own little town. What five years ago or so, five or six years ago, when Medina took out like a what, like a six million dollar bond or something like that, and. I mean, you know, I'm no expert on how much stuff costs and stuff like that, but when I look at this, at what they did, I don't see six million dollars sitting there, you know.
0: Yeah, it, it's hard know. to say. Like I said, we would to really, I I I know that there's a lot of waste, yeah. but to really, I'm telling you where that doesn't go. It doesn't go to the teachers, right? You know, exactly. and that that's that's exactly. for damn sure. And and I, and they they get paid. You know, nothing. And, and uh, you know, I'm sure a lot goes, like, in the way of, like, the... There's a connection between insurance companies and teachers unions, you know, and how much waste goes there going into their insurance that doesn't have to be if it was more freedom-based, if the if healthcare system was more, you know, taken care of and run run more effectively. But uh, I, I kind of digress. And one thing I did want to add to this is uh, some a friend of mine that's a business owner, uh, and he was in the... Uh, I believe he was either in the Army or, or the Navy, one of the two, but he's a veteran, and he's probably in his 70s, upper 70s, in, in around here, and uh, he was telling me that his, his kids live in Austin, and one of his grandkids, one of his his sons, um, through this pandemic, you know, both their parents work, and they, they're middle class, you know, upper middle class, but they have to work for it, they have right. to go to work, and they've lost money through this pandemic, and You know, they were having to try to find babysitters for their kids, and their kids weren't in school, and they were like, you know, what's going to go on? So, them and some other people, about four other people, decided that what they were going to try to do is get their kids all in one location, and they switched places each time. And uh, that means there wasn't too many. There was only, you know, eight kids or something, nine kids, and they hired a teacher. And they just hired that teacher, said, hey, we'll pay your salary, we'll pay you what you need to make and you come and you teach our kids that's cool and uh, that's a you know cool idea, I, man. I i, I really idea. feel like that things like this are going to start happening organically you, we'll can't, the you can't right look, here, man. Man, you can't stop good movements and good ideas that time has come yep. and that's what ron paul also said and i truly believe that right now everyone is realizing quickly and there are always going to be some kids whose parents don't give a shit about them. And we have to keep that in mind. And it's something our society cannot forget about because look at the homeless population that's going on. You know, people talk about the border crisis. You know, and that's like, sure, it's a crisis. I'm I'm sure it is, and I'm sure it has been for a good amount of time. But uh, again, there's been no wall there ever, and who knows what's been going on when it's not talked about. But then you have the homeless population, and that has to be like a direct effect of our educational policy to some extent. Having this many homeless people, homeless veterans—I mean, that's astounding to me. That they we can't at least start to fix this problem in the schools now. Start to admit some of these problems. You know, I mean, I, personally, my experience in the education system—I was—you ne- are exactly right. Some kids are meant to go to higher education and to keep learning. They want to learn, but you have to separate those kids from the other kids who just will never learn well I I still if they make me take test if it's about music and they make me take test I'll fail it I'm just not I'm not a good test taker I don't focus on sitting down reading books and taking information necessarily like that and I don't think it makes me worse for doing it but I do believe there are a lot of people who are like me I don't think I'm the only one and in that system you get left behind for sure you talk about no child left behind you all you're doing is dumbing everybody else down, and try to keep them up with me, because I'm never gonna learn it. I don't want to. So I think that for people like me, it's very important to find uh, skills that they can start to develop quickly. But even that and, is
2: education,
0: man. That's the cool thing about it. Like education is
2: lifelong. It's, it's lifelong, and that's you're true. you're not you're no idiot by any means. I mean, you you have you have been a willing participant and yeah. you've taught yourself and educated yourself in the way that worked for you. And that's the thing. Yeah. You have to fail in order to learn. The best, the best lessons are the ones hardest, hardest taught. Well, how, does, how does the same No, go? no, that's true. Uh, that is
0: very true. And, you know, we'll go into homeschool real quick and cover a little bit of homeschool because I do think that this is why I chose because like I, I picked up the guitar on my own. No, I never took a lesson or... Took any biz? I took a business class in college, but one, and you know the guy was cool. I actually made a B in the class, you know, and I, I thought it was an okay class. And I didn't make B's much. Trust me, you know what I'm saying? I was like, that's an upgrade, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? uh, but uh, I, I always, you know, I just feel like that forced learning for me and spending all this time in a classroom was a waste of time, and I feel like it was a waste of my life. And I feel like that, you know, had I picked up on things that I knew were in my heart had my parents kinda of, and now I'm not blaming my parents for anything I'm glad I came up the way I did I came up just the way I need to I'm, I'm perfectly fine but you know with my kids you know I, I feel like I want a little bit more control of where I spend my money on on what they're doing you know like I want them to try a wide range of things and when they find those things that they can they want to do I want to invest in them you know and give them a chance to take off in that and have a happy life and 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 be successful for society because ultimately that's what's going to make society better right, right. and the other thing too that i'm starting to get into with my older son now is like i want him to learn spanish because we live yes, in language we live in texaco baby we've said this before you know like speaking spanish in this state is to me a must i think it will get you so much further And uh, give you, in in this country, in in the United States, I think it's uh, a huge plus. I think it's like speaking uh, French in Canada. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And if he wants to go, and if all my kids want to go off and speak French one day, uh, when they learn, after they learn Spanish, that'd be great too. But uh, sign language is another thing. It goes
2: back to communication. Like I was saying, communication is one of the biggest, biggest, first stepping stones for education there is. You learn how to communicate verbally, even if you don't know Spanish, and you're talking to a, a Spanish own, uh, an individual that only speaks Spanish. You're going to be able to communicate with with your eyes and your hands, and you may be able to have to sit down and draw something. It's all forms of communication. Yeah. You teach them that, and and let them educate themselves, and yeah. let them fail. Like they they have to. That's one of the biggest another another big problem with the with the school systems. Um, a lot of the educators in there, they do an injustice to the kids by not letting them fail. Uh, the No Child Left Behind Act. People used to fail classes That's and be right. held back, I and totally it sucked. Agree. But whenever you fail at something, and my son, just an example on a smaller scale, teaching him how to how to spell, I'll teach you, I'll, I'll make him sit down, write this word down. And he's like, Dad, what's next? What's next? I'm not going to tell you what's next, son. Just write it down. Well, I don't know what it is. And I was like, "Right, what you think it is?" Well, what if it's wrong?" And I was like, "Son, you better get used to it. Like you're going to fail your whole life. Yeah. And if you really want to learn, you won't get it wrong again. Yeah, you're going to yeah. go back and you're going to figure it That's out. Right. So whenever he fails and he sits down and thinks about it and then I correct him after he's already failed, then it kind of it kind of makes him mad, but it should. If you really want to learn something, and you want to learn to do it right, you're not just going to you're not going to do it right the
0: first time yeah you're gonna fuck it up yeah <laughs> you know you know high school <laughs> and, then, and
2: then you're gonna do it right
0: high school was fairly easy for me to pass because I came up in a fairly small school mid-sized school and I was an athlete like a you know so I think it was a little bit easier because of that I don't want to say you get passed or anything like that but you know you, you go on sports trips well you get you know you definitely it's a benefit I do believe they for sure my yeah but but you know but when I got to college when I got to college I, I took a uh, I failed two classes my freshman semester and lost any scholarship money I had gained. And uh, the two classes I failed were math, which I expected because I hate math, and I had to take algebra again. I was like, I've taken two years of algebra. I'm not even going into anything with math. Why do I have to take another one? So I was already, I had failed that one before it started, you know. But I failed my English class. But the reason I failed my English class was not because uh, I didn't do the work per se, but it was because I. she said at the very beginning, if you miss more than five of my classes, you will not pass this class. And I missed more than five of the classes. And so when it came time at the end to turn in all the work and to check over, I failed. And I like even questioned her. And I said, you know, like, how could I fail this? Like, I see my work is there. I feel like my work is there. And she's like, look, how many classes did you make this year? I mean, how many classes did you miss? You know, I mean, that's, yeah. Look at the ratio here. Yeah, I told you, you know, and, and no, the work's not there because you weren't here yeah. and you didn't really absorb the information. And I failed that class and I was super upset. But as years passed and I went through failures in my life because of that instance, I really, I, that was not rock bottom. You know, I had to go hit rock bottom. And while I was on my way to rock bottom is when I really found music. And that teacher, her name is Kathleen Hudson. And she was also involved in something called like the Texas Heritage Music Foundation very big in Texas history, Texas music history, and uh, she was the re- same reason that my music career in a lot of ways like really got started and was the foundation for me writing songs and learning songwriters that I really liked and like lo- helping kind of me go, you know, and, and it was because I, I was allowed to fail. That, that's how I learned. I would have never learned had I continued to be forced. You know, and I I luckily realized that by just, well, because I really did hit rock bottom and probably in a lot of ways got lucky I got out. But um, one more thing, and I'll give this over to Levi to to end this if you want. And I want to say about homeschool because I did want to talk about some of the downs on homeschool uh, because I don't think everything is a plus. And one thing is, is that, you know, at, at a certain age, you know, social interaction is not... I think there's too much social interaction at school. But that's not to say that there shouldn't be any at all. And, like, kids have got to get out. Like you said, they're different around other people. Yeah. They're different around their kids. And I think if you pin them up and tie them to one place, you know, and only allow them to see one thing... Uh, if you don't utilize homeschool for, for its pros, it can, its cons can show their ugly face. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you sit around and do nothing and waste the time... Then you can really affect your kids in a negative way. I do believe that. But if you like, if I can find someone locally who teaches sign language, and once a week they go to that sign teacher for seven years, dude, they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be. So you have to take advantage of a parent. You have to really, you do have to be way more involved. And sometimes that can be very challenging, and not everyone can do it. You know, my wife and I fought and built our careers and our lives around this. You know, and and it took, and it's it's, and it's still a work in progress. Yeah. It's never stopped, so you have to expect that. It's not something that uh, you should take lightly. You you do have to expect that, but it, so it comes with its its negatives, and uh, you have to keep that in mind. But to each their own, and really, the freedom of choice is what matters the most. And yep. I think that schools should be there if people want to pay in taxes and have good schools and big schools. Then you know, I think that there should be, you know right it, you know and Levi, maybe i'll leave this to you kids that have bad parents that's parents really don't aren't there you know the kids mm-hmm. you know the kid takes the bus to school every day we've known kids like that growing up I, you know i've kind Armaged. of in some ways been one you know and there's disparities everywhere exactly yeah. and these this is the problem this is the issue they, yeah. because these kids have got to get a good education or they are way bu- they they at least find the skill find the passion that that society can invest in them and I I, that's where my liberal side kind of comes in man I'm just like there's got to be something maybe it is church organizations maybe it is church organizations you
1: know that can uh, church organizations are absolutely an option you know Uh, that's what you just hit the nail on the head when you said freedom of choice you know when it comes to education we need we got to have freedom of choice in this country you know uh and you, you know if you want to send your kids to school pay the taxes for it cool i think the people who homeschool should be uh should be exempt from paying any sort of taxes towards uh local education you know the only reason i
0: don't expensive. mind is because of what we just talked about right like that's the only reason i right. don't mind honestly that's why i, I don't that, complain you know, about I, it
1: I, that, I, that's a good point you know uh and that that's also why i you know in being in libertarian circles i've often heard you know you often hear people say uh, Oh, just we just need to completely get rid of public education. You know, everything's private education, and it's like, man, you know, yeah, you gotta think about those kids with the with you know. Yes, yeah, but food. I will
0: say this. Let me end on this real quick because this yeah. is a great point to end on. If someone came to me and said, "Hey, we know you homeschool your kid, and you know, if we were to be able to get you a tax break, and uh, you know, like your the, your landlord as well, get him a tax break for the property taxes they pay since y'all homeschool." And he participates yeah. in the homeschooling. Uh, would y'all invest in our local homeschooling community to where we're going to try to bring in kids who can't afford, whose parents can't afford right. to get them rides, and we're going to try to get kids who can't afford it and pay for them with this money? Yeah. I would rather it go to that right. type of smaller organization than to go to the government because yes. I think a lot no, gets I mismanaged. Agree. You know? I agree. The no, government! I think, oh. I think that, <laughs> you know, really... I.
1: I you earlier talked about that uh, thing that's coming, that's getting popular, where people are—yeah—small communities are getting together. And yeah. I mean, I've only heard one dude, instance, but it's a great oh idea. Oh man, it, it I hope it catches on, man. I really hope it catches on, dude. I mean, you know, almost like that almost reminds me of like a you know a schoolhouse, you know, a yeah, single yeah. room schoolhouse. Man, bring Not them real. back. Bring you can have
0: that in neighborhoods in 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 San Antonio. Yeah, you can have you could, it in neighborhoods but, uh, in the city too. Yeah. It's not something that has to be uh, only confined to country. So that's right. The government's—they're <laughs> there. All right, we're gonna take a—we're gonna left take a left turn when we should have taken a right. You know yeah. what I mean? We're gonna talk about protest, and uh, the reason I actually bring this up is because a couple of things. Uh, it's really been kind of hush hush, and I haven't done enough research on it because you gotta—you know—I don't know how, really how to find it, but I have—I have searched a little bit, and there are actually anti-lockdown protest going on in um, Germany, in the U.K., and I believe in uh, the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. In Amsterdam, I believe there was protest going on. And if I'm right, and and if if the stories are true, the cops were being aggressive with protesters in Amsterdam or in the Netherlands. And uh, what... So day one, the cops were very aggressive with them, and then the protesters came back day two, and apparently, um, ex-military veterans and uh, medical personnel form lines, line, human lines, standing in between the protesters and the police, and basically said, let them protest, allow them to protest, anti-lockdowns, anti-mask, yeah. you know, uh, is what this is. So here's my question because I think we live in the age of of seeing people in the streets, yeah. you know, and it not being a great time for business owners that own businesses there because they're not going to be in the streets because they're having a good time and spending money. And I don't think a lot of them. I don't think they're out to to burn buildings. I think that happens from mob mentality a lot of times where it's just a few that get that start that and it turns bad but I do believe we live in an age where we are going to see a lot of this so here's my question to y'all do you think protest like in the streets where it could turn you know to where people are getting pretty rowdy you know or but they're protesting they're angry uh police are out you know maybe there's some tear gas do you think this is an effective way to actually make change if you know if you're a group of a population of people
1: well, I guess, I guess it depends on the change you're trying to make.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Depends man. on uh, whose side you're on. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Depends on what side of the uh, political spectrum you land on, it seems like, nowadays. Well, let's say right but, now uh, in this
0: instance, let's say for masks, like, if they're trying to get their point across that we don't, we don't want to conform to your lockdowns anymore, we're right. saying no, will they get their way by doing this? Is this a way for them to get their way? I think it'll definitely
1: it'll definitely be somewhat of a wake up call to their to their governments, but
0: uh, uh, uh Don't David,
1: say it. Yeah, I would say that peaceful protests, when enough people get involved, can make real change in a society. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, for instance, I mean, with the masks thing, dude. It doesn't even have to be a protest, you know, if you just had some sort of just grassroots movement where it's just like, we're just going to take them off, man. You know, we're not even going to, it's not even about marching in the street or anything like that. We're just going to stop wearing a mask everywhere we go, you know, and we're not going to give, you know, we're not going to give business to the business owners who still decide that they're going to enforce, you know, enforce the mask mandate and stuff. You know, that goes back into like what we were talking about earlier. Uh, not earlier this episode, but on a, a couple episodes ago about the difference between a cancel culture and a boycott. Yep. Uh-huh. You know? Yep. Yeah, sure answer That's the difference, you know? Yeah,
0: uh-huh. Yeah, and you made that. That actually is. And I've actually, since you actually made that point, I'll just say this real quick. Because uh, I actually have been doing a lot more research into, you know, um, parlor yeah. was something I kind of missed on that. It's like cancel culture would be like parlor. Right. Like they got straight up canceled by these huge... Tech giants that right. have so much power over the industry—that is a huge cancellation. That's yeah. like you can't play. Right. We, we decided you can't they, play. That wasn't a boycott. Yes. that wasn't yeah, like yeah, a. Yeah, yeah.
1: We're all going to leave parlor. That was just a. We're going to completely. But but Parler. but
0: yeah, I, I kind of digress from that. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But no,
1: yeah. Uh, uh, oh man, what were we talking protests. about? Protest. Protest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, about no, but no. So, and what okay. you're talking
0: about is more of like yeah. real hard like, physical protests, like, no, we're just not going to follow these rules. Yeah. It's still a exactly. protest. It's not I in the I guess what street. I'm
1: talking about is more of like a Henry Thoreau, uh... Yes. Uh, yeah.
0: civil, civil disobedience. disobedience. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, What do you think? You think protests... I don't, I don't
2: think protests are will... I don't think they're get effective. Their no, yep. they're not going to get their way. People can stand together peacefully and do whatever they want. I mean, I, I just don't think Unless it's consistent, and that's the thing, most protests are not consistent. They they go, they group up, they meet, and then it just fizzles out.
0: Well, or everyone has their own idea, and it and yeah, tries then, to get, right. you know.
2: But but the thing right now with the manipulation that goes on in the media, and they can spin your protest however the hell they want. That's yeah, true. That is very true. <laughs> yeah. So very it's true. It's, yeah. it's never yeah. gonna be as effective as if you're there in person. Fuck yes. A protest is powerful. You know what I mean? You're there. You're like, oh my God, there's so many people. Thousands of people marching. They had protests to occupy Wall Street back in... Oh, yeah. Back in the... 13, like 12, 12, 13, yep. And then then everything, like, the only consistent protest, like the civil rights movement, that was a movement. Yeah, 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 that was grassroots. That That was actually grassroots. So the consistency in the civil rights movement... That is what made it different than that just was a, yeah a
0: that was basically protest. that was basically them saying we're not right. gonna abide by these laws anymore and you we're cannot, just gonna do you know yeah. and that's exactly right it was most definitely so a that's movement hidden, that's is classic powerful hidden yes hidden yeah it was it is yeah but so, I don't
2: think I think protests are
0: a waste of people's time and the the news media is gonna spin it however, however they, they want, want if it benefits them or not yeah whichever way benefits them yeah no I agree. You know, I, I, I really don't think that they cause anything. I think what will definitely guarantee to happen from a protest though is someone's getting tear gassed. Oh yeah, yeah. someone is getting tear gassed. Someone's getting uh, you know uh, rubber bulleted. <coughs> oh those you fucking know? riot bombs like on yeah, the yeah, uh-huh. dude? yeah. yeah. It? oh it was... yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those, dude, those riot bombs with the that's rubber bullets, man. Just, that is rough,
1: like for sure. I tell you what, hey, can we just say real quick? hats off to Johnny Knoxville. He's it. the only one who stayed standing, man. Yeah, that's true. The other hats two off. Just you know, dropped. and Johnny yeah, Knoxville also
0: stayed on he stayed on the uh, the seesaw on yeah. the bull like way yeah. longer than he had to, you uh, know. What did he, he say? He's like, "No, no, it's it's just going to be loud. It's just going to be loud." Yeah. I like yeah. it. <laughs> hey,
2: no bullshit. That's I like right.
0: I liked when he boxed Butterbean and he got knocked out and then he's in the car and he's like, "How's Butterbean?" <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, Butterby is fine, dude. He's eating a taco somewhere right now, dude. He doesn't even—he do doesn't even give a shit that he passed your head. In, I don't think. No, that's great, man. That was great. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, with, with really though, honestly, like getting in the streets, I think that it it will get politicians' attention. But I think in a lot of ways, it can actually become counterproductive because if it lasts too long, or if or if it does spin off into people starting to become you know, yeah, violent uh, and, and things get broken. And it can actually start to become, even if people have sentiment towards your, your movement once you're protesting, they get frustrated because it slows down their life, their ability to make money, their ability to live. And, you know, Who I think... the hell can protest for that long, though? Yeah, like, exactly. I
2: got, I, I got money to make. Like, I got bills to pay. Yeah, I got, like, exactly.
0: I think I think what Levi is... I think civil disobedience is the form of protest that works the best, right. and and uh, I, I really do agree with that. I think I I mean I'm sure that if you get out long enough, and I think protesting is definitely for young people. And to be honest, I've done it before in Sa- right. living in Santa Fe. I protested several times, and uh, back then, it, like when I was off work, and a lot of people I worked with would actively protest. You know, protests in Santa Fe were not uncommon. Right. You know, you really see them. It's more of a it's more of a way to. To to communicate, it was mostly anti-war. I only ever went to like anti-war. Like we had a protest uh, as soon as Barack Obama because a lot of people were Obama supporters up there. And when they they decided to bomb Libya, I remember that was a big time. It was like more war. You know, we've been in these other two wars that we thought we were going to get out of. And here goes another drone... Spending this money, bombing another country, and I remember it was it was a big deal up there. You know, people did care about yeah. stuff like that, and and they protest like local things too, like uh, homeless population. You know, it, Santa Fe is also the capital of New Mexico. You know, so the Capitol building is right there. So right. it just depends on what group. A lot of times, like there's organized groups up there, like to get together and follow like local politics, politics that might affect them. You know, uh and you would see it all the time. You probably still will to this yeah. day. I'm sure you will. Yeah, it's like um,
2: Austin, like Austin. Yeah, but, know, but I never really some sort I, of a protest all the time.
0: You know, I do feel like you can get a point across, and I feel like where you really can get a point across is you can get your message across. You know someone who does this well, and I've seen you post memes before about this, it's Change yeah. My Mind. Yeah. Change my mind is is kind of a protest. He's going out with a sign saying something controversial to somebody for sure, yeah. you know. Which is good. Open yeah. asking for open debate. Stephen Crowder. Stephen Crowder, that's right. And uh, you know he goes out and, and basically invites people to come debate with him about things that he has a disagreement on, like uh, white privilege isn't real. Change my mind, you know. And people that would say no, it is real, come up and they would have a. He tries to have an effective conversation where they can get a dialogue to see yeah. you know whose ideas can kind of win out, win, win, win out or, or wane on the other persons to make them think differently than they did before. And that's a form of protest that I also think could be very effective. And that form, I think that's a genius idea. Right. And I know he gets a lot of crap for it, but I think that's a great way to build bridges between oh, people. Man. You know, I really do. And uh, I, I, I commend that type of stuff. And that's a protest in a sense. It really kind of is. Because when you go hold a sign in front of people that disagree or might not think about that, that's that's what you're doing. You know, yeah. you're trying to get your message across. And you will you will do that, but again, how long do you have? People know it's just going to go away. These people can't stay in the streets forever. You right. know, they're going to have to go home and they know, uh, you know, so no. And it, de- and I'll tell you what else definitely doesn't seem to work is, uh, going to a Capitol building and storming it yeah. <laughs> and, right. not, and then just, right. just leaving, you know, right. I yeah. mean, you know, you're, what you're doing effectively is storming a capital and, and then you're, and, and again, I get people are pissed off, and I understand why. Look at what the government's been doing for a long time. We've talked, uh oh, he did uh, it. <laughs> <got me laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, what the hell? Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, that's still, that's not an effect. You can see, see what they did? See how they spun it and just made it all Dude, evil uh, when yeah, it they really were a that Domestic so,
2: terrorists. What yeah. the fuck? That,
0: that goes back to Kevin's point. Yeah. It, it, you give them the ability to spin it however they want, they'll take it and they'll actually use it to build barbed wire around the Capitol, leave it there, National Guard troops, you know, more National Guard troops in D.C. than there are in freaking, you know, another country that they say they're at war with, you know, I mean, it's insane, and uh, that's exactly what they do, they spin it, but, uh, yep. you know, so no, yeah, I, I, I'm right on, I don't think they really, not in this day and age, I don't, unless, unless it's like, Everyone's been locked down. They're not letting people open up their businesses. People have right. nothing left to lose, anyways. It, people are marching in the streets by the millions. Then, like the French Revolution, But then? They did matter. That's not yeah. because be, it was violent. It
2: won't, it won't. Yeah, it's that's not a protest anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, right. That's an, that's an insurrection. That's a, yeah, yeah, basically, that's really, true, a true. Real insurrection. We talked about yeah. this. I don't know when the last time that I was here. Like, yeah. like that wasn't an insurrection. There was not. There was no
0: bullets. There were. Yeah. No guillotines. Yeah, yeah. that no, was whatever, a real you know. that was a real change yeah. in like changing government, changing oh, power. Dude, the
1: French Revolution was pretty much like the it was the end of the age of monarchy, really. You know, was, yeah. I mean, crazy. Everyone except for Britain, pretty much. You know, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. But you know, one thing I will say before we close out on this segment about the protesting, you know, is protesting. We can't forget that it is. It is part of our American culture, and it is part of our Bill of Rights as well. I mean, the First Amendment is very clear that the people have the right to peaceably assemble and, you know, tell the government about their grievances, you know. And in this country, the two ways that we're supposed to have to influence our government are are that, peaceably assembling and, and, you know, uh, saying our grievances, and voting. Representation. Representation. And if we if we're losing faith in voting in in this country which is clearly happening and we're also clearly losing faith in protesting there's only two other options there and they're on the extreme sides of those right your only other options are complete conformity okay we're just we're just going to shut the hell up about everything we're not going to say any grievance we're you know just going to live our lives whatever the government does to us okay we'll make the best of it or or <laughs> french revolution yeah <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah exactly right no. you
0: know the, no. when, yeah. when they lose faith in one the only thing they feel exactly. like they have left and that's yeah. why we started if, this if by we, saying if we
1: don't feel like we can protest and vote in a voting booth well then we'll protest and we'll vote from the rooftops yeah, <laughs> yeah well
0: that's that's unfortunate too because no one yeah. really wants to live in a society like that exactly for sure really, you know and i that's
2: for damn sure but an effective protest one that uh, that I will say was more effective, and I really don't even know what the hell he was protesting. Kaepernick, him Kaepernick. Oh yeah, no for yeah. the American flag. That's a different type of protest than
0: just a bunch of people gathering. But yeah, no, 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 you're right about effective. that. You're right about that. No, it was for, for 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 either way you look at it, it got every. It's it still, it is still going on today. Yeah, He's been, been out of the league. Since 2016, I I believe, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, and and this is still a debate, and and still something that people are very polarized about both ways. It was very effective. Now, See, whether... it got people's attention, though. It made people think, and you know, man, we've really talked about this, Levi and I, um, a lot on this. You know, like this goes back to freedom on this episode. The, like, I I believe. I mean it. <laughs> I can't see why people have a problem with it. You know, yeah. I mean I I do see it because it, it, it he's doing it he's doing it and it comes off as disrespectful to well, people was, who have died for mis- the flag. It was
2: misinterpreted it, by people who saw it as being disrespectful. It was a peaceful gesture. He didn't raise his middle finger to I the totally flag. I totally agree. Or, I
0: totally agree with that. He wasn't, and, and and I believe that you have the right in this country to do that. Exactly. You know, like this, that is what freedom is. Like that is, he's really proving in a lot of ways. I think some people's inaccuracies with what freedom really is. You know, like people that go overseas and 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 fight for the country, and you're not fighting for someone to say, "Hey, you're not allowed to do this," or you know, no. or, or a few people that say, "Hey, you're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do this." Well, they're even they're the most outspoken about saying like.
2: People that have served the country are the most outspoken about saying, "Hey, that's I thought that's what this country's based on." Let him. He here, broke, here here's him. the other yeah. thing. Here's
0: the other side of that. If there are players who want to stand and hold their hand over their heart and sing the national anthem, be they too should not. They too should not be scrutinized. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you should be able to do what makes you comfortable and do what makes you feel right. And uh, I, I, you know, I mean. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick, to me, is not in the league because he wouldn't be a starter, and he probably really does get paid more outside of the league than he would do well in the league. Why why go in there as a backup quarterback, maybe get in, take unnecessary punishment, when your best days. You you went to a Super Bowl. uh, Dude, you made this huge splash. I mean, you kind of got your point across socially. People that do respect you, you're... People respect you, and the others that don't, you probably don't care anyways. If what I have to say or anyone yeah, else has to he say, care. it's like yeah, exactly. And he shouldn't. He shouldn't. Just like I shouldn't care. You know. I mean, or and no one else should care. You know. I mean, like, but you know, I would never kneel during the national anthem. If I was a pro athlete, even on the team, I would stand, and I would, I would stand for it. I would not kneel. I would back. I wouldn't do it because hmm. I, I just wouldn't do it because to people that I know that would really be disrespectful to them right. and i would have to understand that and and if i would put my hand on the sho- on the shoulder of someone next to me kneeling if they're my teammate wanting to do that because you wouldn't i wouldn't care you know you have the right to do that if someone wanted to lay down during the national anthem you know i mean i'd kind of laugh be like man they're going to get a lot of shit for that but i wouldn't be mad at them you yeah. know i mean I honestly i wouldn't even care like yeah. the same thing
2: here like like you're saying who gives a shit? If he wants to protest that, yeah, that's his that's his prerogative. But why they blew it up? Why did it get the media coverage that it did? Yeah, like why? Yeah.
0: Because it made money. Yep. See, and that is the problem. The it go, This is not. It, it, it's more noticeable on the left side of the politic to political spectrum today, but it is most definitely on both sides. To where they spin things to make them seem way worse than I think they actually are. Definitely, you know, and and uh, that is, and they do that because they try to make money. They they have to make money, and whatever sells the most, they're going to talk again. It, just because you will stand for the national anthem doesn't mean everyone has to, and just because you kneel for the national anthem doesn't mean everyone has to. It, you know, and kneeling is a sign of respect. It's always been a sign of yeah respect. And M- to, M- Smith that has to it. score
2: a touchdown and kneel,
0: which, which is like, to God. A way, yes. yes, exactly, to prayer. But I mean, still at the same time, it was a. It was a kind gesture. It wasn't you know, and, and again, I think Kaepernick did see that it was causing you know, I don't wanna s- blame him for capitalizing on something, but I think in a lot of ways he has uh cap Kaepernick no, I'm just saying Kaepernick, he's keys Kaepernick, Kaepernick capitalized. capitalized no, the Kaepernick. But uh you know, and I think he really has. And there's there is, you know, if you wanna have beef against that that he used this kneeling to kind of, you know, become a martyr and Maybe you could have that argument. I I couldn't. I don't. I'm not studied enough. Well, because because he wasn't a starter anymore, he knew it was going to draw attention. Because you know that half the country is going to take that as a negative sign. Because that's not what they do. It's never been what they do. You know that it's going to cause controversy. There's no way. He's way too smart for that. He knew, and especially after he did it one time, he knew the amount of. Well, he started off by wearing the
2: socks of the the. It was a pig. In a yeah. cop's uniform, and then that got some that got some notoriety on the, the one. ESPN.
0: The, here's the thing about cop cops, and the other thing about that is, what is his message actually portraying? Because right there, he's saying, "Okay, pigs, cops are pigs." Yeah, and you know,
2: that, he lost. I mean, the NFL lost a lot of viewers after that because of the police, like the police. I got an uncle that was a state trooper. He turned it off. He's never watched a game since. Yeah, and he Ever never, since yeah. he saw the the just the socks, yeah. He didn't give a fuck about him kneeling. That's true. That's a, a good fuck point about what he what else he does. He just saw those socks and he thought, yeah, you know what? And and I, I can't remember exactly what he was protesting on that particular him wearing the socks. I think it was the guy in New York that got like
0: choked out. Eric Garner. He, yes. That was one of the most. Yeah. That was one of the most excruciating. It was around all, the time man, that, that was, Kobe that was a, wore the I can't breathe. Sure. Yeah, that guy should have gone to jail. And I, that guy actually never did go to jail. I don't believe that officer. I believe he got away with that. And I will tell you, dude, that is the greatest example of police brutality. That dude was just trying to sell cigarettes on the street. That was way worse than George Floyd to me in my opinion. Like, uh, George Floyd uh did have fentanyl in his system, and there was a lot of, you know, questions as to what he was doing with counterfeit dollars and he definitely the police had to get involved with that situation and then he was not responding well to him eric garner was choked out from behind yeah. not even they doing anything killed they killed him on the street dude that was like and they did they did, i mean they obviously did that same thing george floyd i'm not saying that i don't know really I, again i'm they're not versed enough yeah, yeah they're, they're both, both wrong, wrong but that was the worst but again when you really actually look at the numbers um, there's millions and millions and millions and millions of police interactions with all races every single year Black cops, white people, oriental cops, black people, bl- you know white cops, uh, brown people. Yeah. there's all types there's millions and millions. there's actually very, very, very few shootings that are where the victim is is unarmed, you know like it's yeah. actually, it, I think that is a little bit of a misconception. I think that uh, that's not a good argument for some of these athletes to kind of fall upon because I don't think people are... LeBron James tweeted one time um, that people, my people are basically hunted down the streets. And, you know, man, I, I just really feel like that I do understand that people that live in neighborhoods that are ridden with crime more and it's not their fault, that they are absolutely going to be scrutinized by police more. And that that is probably... He you know, was talking about the Aubrey guy. Who yeah, was, but who either way though, man, like that's just, in, in, in a general way of speaking, that's not true. In generalities. Yeah, no, no, that's no, not I, true. I There's way you. too many good instances that you're ignoring to just say that. Uh, and it's just not right to say that because good stories are never going to get published. They're never going to get publicized. People are never going to pay attention to them. And they happen by the hundreds of thousands every year of good instances with cops of all colors and people of all colors. And only in really this country, because only in this country have we evolved far enough to have all people of all colors living together under one banner still and it still be effective enough to not all be killing each other. you know. And that's right. a really positive thing, I would say. And I'm super proud to live in a country like that, personally. Yeah. And I just think that's a very careless statement. I really no, do. I, it, I don't believe is, that's it, good.
2: It is a careless statement. And At
0: the same time, cops there are they a they lot of them be, abuse their authority.
2: What hap, What has to happen with that is the cops need to be not just punished. They need to be punished just like any other individual. My best friend Micah Anthony Key in 2013 was he was cased for 22 seconds Jesus, in San Angelo, dude. Texas, in his apartment by two officers. And nothing happened to them. He was black, dude. What my, did he do? Like, he, what did he? How did he feel after his, that? Was he, he messed
0: died. up? He died.
2: They killed him in his apartment. Oh, 2013. Dude. Are you kidding me? Dude? I'm not kidding you, dude. I grew up with him. I played basketball so what with did him for do? many what, years. What was the? What? What did they come
0: in his apartment for?
2: He went out with his brother that night. Another good friend of mine. And whenever he got home, his girlfriend was mad. She left. Called the cops because they weren't agreeing on something and he wouldn't he wouldn't come outside. He wouldn't walk outside. He stayed inside. He was in his boxers in his own home. They went in there. He he said no. I Unarmed. Unarmed. He was in his
0: boxers, bro. Yeah.
2: Unarmed. Two police officers tased him. 22 seconds. Look it up. It's it's in the I mean
0: Well, damn. I mean, since damn. we're talking about this, it's been a long segment, but we have to finish up talking about this cuz I this is the, was, this, this well, is we this is when a number that's like Let's say let's say nineteen let's say nineteen people who were let, let's just say a thousand people were killed by cops. Forget about race, okay? Just forget about it. Let it go. Unarmed people were killed by the cops for they whatever reason. They didn't do reason. anything, that didn't do anything wrong. Officers. We look at that as a number, but when it happens to somebody that you know that was important in your community, important in your life, that changes that from a number to like no, this is a real problem, you know. And uh, this is where I actually believe that. Uh, the Black Lives Matter protest. I believe that they actually and, and Kaepernick kneeling and, and the whole the whole movement actually may have had, in the long term, more of a positive effect than we give credit for. Because this is something police reform that really does need to be talked about. Police because reform. P- p- police has a yeah. bad. The police have a bad rap. They have a very hard job. It is completely challenging. I would. I mean, I couldn't even imagine being the first one to show up to murder and, and people beating each other and, you know, people pissed off at each other and emotional. It's a hard job. But at the same time. It's not a license you know to I kill. Yeah, imagine. it's not a license to kill. And, and, and they're also enforced. And I'll, let, I'll take this over to Levi because I know you'll, you can feed off of this, too, is that the police are made. To, it's like this education system. Uh, they have a curriculum they have to follow. The laws that the politicians make, the police have to follow. Right and 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 that attacks minorities, seemingly probably more definitely by percentage historically. Yes, yeah, yeah, by percentage. Forget the numbers because in totality, there's you know the percentages is higher. You know, and that's why because the laws against them have been more heinous and like the drug laws. You know,
1: well, it's just like you know this whole during this whole uh, Black Lives Matter thing, there was the popular slogan, you know, defund the police. You know. And I always thought that, you know, you're approaching it wrong. You're approaching it all wrong. Don't need to defund the police. Let's defund victimless crimes. Let's defund laws that make criminals out of people who have not injured or infringed upon anybody else's life, liberty, or property. Eric Garner, prime example. Selling cigarettes. He completely victimless crime, if you ask me. Now, I'm sure there's someone out there who can show me some random stupid law
0: in the book that. that but says regardless, it's no, legal can, to no, 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 no. It's and, regardless, you know, it should have you know, never you know, been choked from exactly. behind. It you know, Should have yeah. never even been approached by a police yeah, officer. You, know? sure, you were sure.
1: saying, you know, you can't imagine being police that has to show up to like you know murders and beatings and stuff. That's the proper circumstances where police do need to show up. I couldn't imagine being a police officer who ends up having to choke out a dude. Because for selling he, cigarettes. Because he was selling cigarettes. What do you think? Because thinking? I was because somebody called that this dude was selling cigarettes, and now I, as a police officer, have to go respond to this bullcrap. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's the kind of thing you know, I really think that in certain situations, police shouldn't have to be to respond to every call. I think that nine one one dispatchers should have a little bit of discretion when it comes to that kind of thing. Now I don't think we're gonna send a police officer out there The hey, call is stupid hey did you ever yeah, hear like, did y'all ever hear about the one nine, the <laughs> the, there was one there was one
0: 911 call it's on YouTube you can look it up they're like uh 911 do you have an emergency and the the guy I think it's the guy talking he's like look uh me and my wife we uh I think we're dying <laughs> and and they're I like absolutely. oh yeah she's like well, well what what happened what you know what's going on? He's like look we uh I think we overdosed Overdosed on marijuana. She's like, Oh my god, what happened? You know, how'd you do that? You know, what's going on? He's like, We ate some earlier, we ate some brownies and I just I think we ate too much. I think we're dying. You know? She's like, Sir, I do not think you're dying, you know. It's like there's some discretion right there. You yeah. don't send someone for that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? drinks Yeah.
1: People worse. And and,
0: and if they didn't cooperate, you know, hey, come outside. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to go outside. It's yeah. like, hey, sir, come outside, or oh, we're gonna go in. It's like that. Oh. That's that's yeah. the type of shit no. that happens, we're seriously. We're going in. We're gonna kill you. Yes, yeah. that is that is the type of shit that happens, and uh, you really can't discredit that. And and again, you know, man, it's a fine line because when you've never been in that situation as a cop, uh, you know, I know that right. they get harassed, they get shot, you know, they get shot at, and. and it's such a you. You don't want to disappoint, people who go out and do that as a job. Right. Uh, and I, I totally agree. But at the same time, man, God dang, dude, you know, I'm tired of hearing those stories. You know, it does get tiresome hearing stories of people getting getting harassed by cops for no reason, killed tiresome. by cops. It yes, but even tiresome, harassed. It gets over.
2: tiresome hearing the that they're killing. The police are killing innocent people, and nothing's happening to them. Like that's. That's got to change. I think we've right. discussed that before. Like, there's not a there's not a problem. Like, I, I believe that 99% of police officers have good intentions, but there has to be something about the one percent that are doing stuff to break the law.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, there has to very much so. No, they should be Just prosecuted. No, they should. They should be. Yeah. Does
2: not give them the right to. Okay. Well. We're not going to leak their name. We're not going to leak anything. There's not going to be any repercussions for what they did. Yeah, look up the Pop- guy who the killed Eric
0: Garner, right. man. Look up that guy. I believe he got off. Yeah. I, and and you're right, and I mean, that sets a huge precedence. Precedence is huge when it comes to nas- national cases. It really is a big deal because it yeah. does give you the, uh, you know, the ability to set a precedence that hey, you know, it's not going to be tolerated. You know, if you're going to go out and not not take your job seriously as a public public servant, it's a hard job. We respect you. You should get paid well. You should get taken care of. But you should also be held to a high standard. And that should mean adequate testing coming in. Adequate training coming in. And here's the other thing. They shouldn't be, this has to weapon
2: be... for like fucking 10 years yeah. or something. And, until and they know around how to it. handle situations. Like the majority of these people that are killing people, they, they've been abusing their power from the very beginning. Like, from the very beginning, they've done something in uniform to abuse their power. You could cut this off because now I'm just rambling.
0: No, but, no, no, no. Uh, it's good. No, no, no. I mean, we'll, no, we'll go. It's all good. Right? Do, we can do it as long as we want. Shit doesn't matter. Yeah. They,
2: they abuse their power to the point that they don't care anymore. They don't care about repercussions or anything. Like, the the guy that, that had his knee on George Floyd's neck, like... He had been written up like five times. Yes, before no, I that. think even more
0: than that. Actually, really, yeah, and like, I think you're being even even gracious to him. I like, agree, what the fuck, man. Dude, why? Like, is, why is he guy, still even dealing with that? Why does that? he even yes. have
2: a badge still? Well, like, well,
0: see, and this is this is something I was going to say too. Is that this is where uh, going back, tying back to where we started this with protest and movements, is a movement needs to happen in this country. If you live in an inner city community and you care and you you know you listening to this you listen to something like it and you're like no nah, police has to change and you have it in your heart to become an officer in your community you need to go do it like you need to do it sure. you, you need to do that you need to get involved and this is where a movement could happen you know from the grassroots to where police could naturally just become better because people that really care about those communities start to get involved with being the police and the enforcement in those communities they're naturally I mean, going to have better relationships yeah they're you
2: know? there, there did not i think we all went on a walk on the ranch and we were talking about like look the the answer is not defunding the police that's like some stupid crowd shit that somebody in the back yelled like yeah. defund the police oh yeah, shit somebody's like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. hey and piss
0: on that fire hydrant yeah okay yeah. No.
2: Like that's some yeah. that's some dumbass that's a dumbass idea I yeah think. yeah like, the, the, they need to spend more money
0: training them to not do irrational shit. Yeah. Like, That'd be funny. Someone's all, <laughs> someone's all, defund the police, and everyone's all, yeah, yeah, yelling, and then someone else gets all excited. They're like, "Hey, let's lick this pile of dog crap," and then they just hear crickets. Yeah. It's uh, like, I mean, I mean, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kidding, bro. I was just kidding. <laughs> I take it back. So we'll, we'll end the segment with this question right here. This is the only way we can wrap this up. Why do referees dress like zebras? <laughs> and for the last segment here, uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, talk about selling out because we're all about to do that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, what is what is really selling out? And uh, is it bad? Is selling out a bad thing? Or like, what's the difference between like what's what's a line being drawn for when you can sell out and why you can sell out and you know, I don't know why I was even thinking about this, but I just kinda right. was. You know, like so Are you trying to tell me and
2: Levi that you're gonna start a podcast because yeah. you've made you've been made an offer. Yeah, yeah you're an yeah, 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 yeah. so like, How much would it cost? <laughs> the, me and uh, Levi are
0: like, gonna be doing this alone. <laughs> oh you know, um, so but yeah, I mean really though, let's say let's say like let's just use this as an example so we can all kind of get on the same page on something. Let's say that someone came in and said, Okay, y'all can't talk about you can't like talk about smoking weed and you can't say any cuss words right. but we're gonna pay y'all out. we're gonna pay y'all this much to do exactly, right? So yeah. so what you would you or would you not do it? And what makes something like you know, is there an amount of money that you would do it for? What if it was like, you know, life changing money, you know, and it was a three year deal that you had to do, you know? Do you sell out for that three years and make the money and walk away? Or do you say, no, I'm really not going to step on my... I wouldn't be, have fun doing it. And where does that line become okay to cross, you know? Boom, right. that
2: particular example, I'm out. Because I don't know if I could
0: not cuss. Like, you'd have to cut <laughs> my tongue out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right? For real.
2: But... but me too. Broader topic. Go ahead, no, Eli. me too. I would struggle with that too. I really would.
1: I would struggle with that, man. Right, yeah, no, I think we would really struggle with being... You know, censored on the on our show. You know, I mean, I know me for one. I would not like being told what I can and can't talk about and stuff like that on the show. I mean, what would be the fun of that? You know, especially I know that this is just a hypothetical, but I mean, we know we're the independent thinking Texans on this yeah. show. You know, it would just be completely, yeah, uh, completely uh, contradicted. Sure, you know, for for sure. us to censor ourselves. Point. You know, but, point. Point. but, uh, you doing but dude, I tell you what, I, it's really easy for me to say that. With there not being a briefcase of
0: money in front of right <laughs> you, yeah. <now. laughs> yeah, I think it depends on the amount. I think it depends on like if I if I decided if someone came and said, let's say that like the the stipulation was like, you know what, no more cuss words, but no no we talk because what we want to do is we love that y'all talk about different things and we love y'all subject matter, but we just want to make it more family oriented. We want it to reach more people. We want it to reach younger people. Right. You know, we're gonna offer you. The only thing about that is I would have a huge red flag and there would have to be a time amount so if I wanted out I could get out after that time. Right. And it would have to be if if they were going to have a part in it and it was going to become a big thing like the percentages would have to remain fair to us. It would have to be an amount of money that I would feel fit to really be able to change anything that I was doing cuz plus if you get to that point where someone's asking you that, you've already built some type of a listening base or you know, you've gotten something going by yourself yeah Yeah, you might as well keep that on organic tracks you know and that's the argument i make for selling out is when does it become not like my music man there was a time when i was playing music where it became not fun anymore to the point where i didn't do it for like two years i took like two years where i played every day but i didn't go out and chase gigs i didn't want to go play covers i was just writing my own songs i just fucking was uninterested you know it was like this this is just bullshit, you know. Right. People take advantage of you. They're not even the a lot of the business owners. A lot of times aren't super serious about music. It's like a side note, so they can right. cancel on you in an instant. But you know, you don't really have a lot of leverage. And there was a time when I got super frustrated. And uh, you know, now that I really took that time off and did some other things and realized how bad I really do love this business and like to be in music and just. Just like to talk and shit yeah. too, you know. I just enjoy doing it and, right. and uh, being involved, you know, and uh, singing and writing and um, being creative. Uh, it, it, dude, the money has to come secondary. Yeah. I've made that promise to myself. It just has to. But if it doesn't, point, if at it some doesn't, point,
2: Boone. At some point, like, like let's say, I mean, it's got to be like an end game goal. Like, at some point, if somebody did come with a briefcase of money, like Levi said. And they're like, all right, you did it. You got a big following. Here it is. You got to take this now.
0: Under the stipulations, like if there's a time limit and what is the goal for the show now? Like are we going to become more family friendly? Is that why we have to follow those rules? And if if that was the stuff, but if it was like, no, we just we want to kind of change your content. We want to. Then I, yeah. I wouldn't do it because. We want because, to shift
1: who, you, who we think you're going to be. Uh, be because we're not going to change anything yeah. except yeah. for your
2: name and your topic. Yeah, um, then it's like then it's And like, your voice. Ah. Yeah, and your yeah. Intro. We're going to put somebody
0: else in the show. We're going to, you know, then it'd be like, no, because that's just doing another show. Like, we'll just right. do another show on the side and keep this one the way it is and we'll just start another show. Right. You know, maybe that would be the better solution. That's maybe what I would say. But. I, I, and the other thing I, I think about this is um, that uh, if it, what really what really gets people um, to be successful in life is not uh, a one offer I think in today's age. I think it is doing something that people relate to and and I think the only way to really do that and some things organically grow faster than others is to do things that are real. And I believe when you change that, you actually throw away your ability to have any stability moving forward. I believe even if you make some money, your show's doomed to fail now. Like, it's not going to ever be the same. Right. And so if that's what you care about, like having good content and having people keep tuning in... To change it like that would be foolish if you have people tuning in. Right. Because you know? then they're yeah. all of a sudden
1: gonna be like, What is this? What the this fuck crap? is this? Yeah. yeah, I
0: don't I don't like this anymore. You know? And, right. and and I believe you have to continue to grow. Like we're actually gonna be going we're gonna be doing some video where we're we're actually getting a camera for this show, we're gonna be doing short segments with video where like basically what we would do is turn this segment off and then we'd start the video and then we'll do about a ten-minute video segment of what we just covered. Like have some fun, laugh, do videos, and then also maybe go interview people in the streets of like Bandera, maybe Fredericksburg some days. And we're gonna put video content because we do. We want to grow and do some other stuff yeah. too. You know, we think it'd be fun and oh, yeah. you know we'll make that investment into the next phase. You know, and I I believe that's important. You don't want to become stagnant, right? Uh, but uh, you know. Like, and, and even when I when Levi and I have had this talk off-camera or off-microphone before, it's like you, there's phases of things like this. You know, you have to just start going even if no one's listening, and you have to have these episodes, and you have to lay this groundwork. Yep. And then as you start to grow and get new ideas, you can kind of get new formats and find new ways to push for listeners. And we're really lucky because uh, we do have someone who acts as a producer for us, basically, and uploads our stuff and could help us uh get publicity in the future and really push if we really you know want our content to go further he definitely has the ability to help us with that even if it's just teaching us and uh we're thankful to have that and we have that ability and that's like you know (laughs) incredibly helpful but you know you still have to learn how to move forward and the more that Levi and I can learn and you know we've thought about even making shirts I go out and play music so if I just put shirts and put a jar that says, you know, uh, this is a, what do you call it, an honor system, uh, you know, $18 a shirt, and all every single one of those dollars goes back into the show, you know, then we can kind of continue to grow. And, and so it's important to do that, but at the same time, if you just go in and you change something right away and just say, no, we need to change the whole thing. You're basically starting over. Yeah. You're basically starting over. It's yep. the end of one thing. Yes. Of the be- yeah. The beginning of yes. Another. Yeah. Yep. It's not the growth of that thing. Here you can right. uh, take that. But uh, yeah, yeah, and and uh, but what do you think about? <laughs> what do you think about? Uh, what do you think about that? Any thoughts on no, that? No. Yeah. I think. uh yeah, I think we covered that pretty well. Yeah. I think that uh, the selling You know, out. if
1: you're gonna, if yeah, if you're gonna sell out. You know, don't be like the uh, owner of uh, the original creator of Victoria's Secret. You know? what's the story on yeah, that? I don't know I don't if you ever know. heard. No, I haven't. I, I haven't. And I only just I've I just heard this once. No, we're I gonna look I, into. I know, we're I gonna never look really into fact check this, but no. I heard this once. and I heard that the owner of Victoria's Secret sold it real early. You know, yeah. and like only made like you know for just a couple million dollars or something like that. Yeah, and later on, once it became this huge thing, he jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge. Man, no way! That's what, that's what I heard. For real, that dude. is that is what I that is what I have heard.
0: I don't Damn, don't
1: dude. don't quote me on that. that Go fact check it for yourself. Yeah, that
0: might be Victoria's Secret.
1: That's crazy, dude. That's deep, like that. though, yeah, man. That's hardcore, sure, yeah. like, yeah. dude. in your life, like that. Damn. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah dude. for <laughs> real. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I think the po- you know, the, the the moral of the story is, you know, yeah. if you've got something going and it's working and, and it's and it's it's actually worth uh, for someone to offer you a couple of million dollars for or something like that, then, you know, maybe you should realize that... Think twice. Think yeah. twice. If you're enjoying that, what hey, you're doing, yeah. Yeah. No, don't,
0: yep. don't sell out too quick, basically, That's is what right. you're saying. Like, yeah. when you're ready to get out and someone offers you an absorbent amount but you right. want out anyways... Then get out, right? Like, yeah. there's no problem like with. Everybody's
2: it. got their number, though, dude. Though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. oh yeah. Their probably, Everybody's got
1: that number. Then you show them that number, they're gonna be like, okay. If somebody, <laughs> if, somebody if someone yeah. walked uh-huh. in and said, "Listen, <laughs> yeah. listen, y'all, we're gonna yeah. pay
0: you each a hundred million to just shut the fuck up." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would probably shut the fuck up. Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Trailer Park Boys, man. Did you ever watch that
0: one? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Right. Right. I'm gonna
1: pay you a hundred dollars <laughs> to shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> I'd probably take it. I'd probably take it. No, I'd probably be quiet. You know, you'd <laughs> sell out, dude. Okay, so uh, the last thing too, uh, we'll talk about here uh, to end the whole episode tonight. Uh, the next time we all three get together, we should do another segment. Do you like you watch movies? Do you oh, like hell movies? Yeah. See the other. We should maybe even you know we should we should do a segment about movies next time we all get together, man. Uh, talk more about that and get back into talking about some of those movies. Levi has an awesome collection. We should, like, get pinpoint one or two or our, our three favorites and talk about them or something. You know, maybe we can, we'll do that next time. But uh, so the last thing I wanted to ask you guys is if you got the choice to go to one place in the state of Texas, to go camp, spend the night, city, stay in a hotel, uh, whatever it is, right? One place in the state of Texas, where would you go and why?
1: Hmm. That is a good question, man. Texas is a big place. Yeah, A lot of different kinds of... uh, of, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Diversity. Environments, you know, tropics, you got mountains, you got everything, you know? The geography is completely
0: spread out. Especially where we live, you get a lot of different, but yeah.
1: But I guess I would probably have to go with... Man, you know, probably like just somewhere out deep in the hills, man, of the hill of the Texas Hill Country, man. Really, honestly, man. I mean, when it comes to Texas, I love Texas, man. And when I say Texas, I mean the Texas Hill Country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, nah, really. really. I love Texas as a whole too. Yeah. But really, I think that the Texas have you ever hill been Country out to the Big Bend? My- Yes. I have never actually. I re, that is one thing I am kind of biased. I've never been to West Texas, been North Texas, I East Texas, think, Texas South Levi, Texas. Knowing never you, never been to West. I Texas. think if
0: you go to Big Bend. I think yeah. you might, I, I think you'll always, I think you're a hill country guy. You're yeah. just, you're, you're, that's, that's bad. But I think right. you will appreciate Big Ben. Oh, I bet I will. I love mountains. Yes. Anywhere I mean, there's mountains, I'm there, I'm there.
2: I know that you're into astrology, dude. Like the stars and, and rocks, too. Astrology. But, but and rocks, too.
0: And geology yeah. as well, right? Oh, yeah. Bit. I love
1: that. So, oh, I know that there is some awesome artifact hunting out in West Texas. In fact, I have a buddy who, uh. Is a artifact hunting buddy of mine. We actually met through Instagram, through my artifact page on Instagram. Uh, he's another artifact hunter, lives out in West Texas. He came and visited me once. I've got some of his beads. Well, I mean, you in at least my have to give me. You, what's,
0: what's your name? What's your handle on Instagram again?
1: Oh, uh, Texas Artifact Hunter. TX. 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 Artifact. Artifact Hunter, yeah.
0: Artifact Hunter is together? No, it's got those little uh, underscores. Underscore, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's got the underscore between both of them. So it's Tx Tx underscore Artifact underscore Hunter. Yeah, because you have cool man. People can really follow the artifact thing of of Texas Hill Country. Yeah, but you should, dude, go to Big Ben, man. You know what? Honestly, honestly, we should plan to do this on one of the episodes. Is we even if we took our Kids, if you want to take a kid with you, we take a tent, go to Big Ben, we could do an episode, we could do a video episode from Big Ben, uh, about Big Ben, for the Independent Thinking Texans, where we could do, maybe talk to a park ranger, or something, talk to them about Big Ben, put it on our channel, and uh, get stuff maybe on episode 50, or something, if we have enough time, or, that would be pretty far away, so, you know, do it on an earlier episode, and we should make a trip to do that, because... You can't Big Ben is is never a bad choice and I bet you if if you're listening to this show if you ask people that are from Texas more people will say Big Ben than anything it would be the number one answer to this question if you oh, got Lord. to go to one place yeah. in Texas and stay there what would it be it'd be Big Ben for most people I bet you the the most the not a Mass majority, but the most right. percentage would be Big Ben. Right. I've
2: been there, I've been there, so my answer today is gonna to be different than that. Yeah, 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 me too, yeah. me too. But
0: I'm just saying, it's it's we gotta go, right? We gotta go for real. I'm down,
2: uh, I'm down to do that. Go to the camp in the Chisos I mean, Mountain you know, Basin. if if oh, yeah.
0: look, hey, if mushrooms ended up in my back pocket, dude, I'm not gonna fucking <laughs> say it was a bad thing, you know? <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, go ahead. Where, what do you think, man, Kevin? I would.
2: I, mine's gonna be like a two part. It's gonna be like a country because I like I like the I like the outdoors. Every once in a while, I like to visit a different city, but um, except for Houston, fuck Houston. <laughs> 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 no, okay. So Paladuro Canyon. I've never been Duro there. Canyon. That was, was mine, dude. That there. was mine. Honestly, really? Yeah, I swear. That's a great. That I'm, is underrated, man. I've Thank always you. wanted to go there, man. Like in the, I think it was, like, eighteen forty six or something, whenever they used to ranch that, whenever it was just one ranch, they had over a hundred thousand head of cattle on over a million acres in there. Dang. Charles Goodnight and um J. A. it was called the J. A. Ranch. Can't remember the um can't remember the other guy's name. He was some from from a different country or something. But yeah. they they partnered up and
0: Hundred thousand head of cattle through the Palo Duro Canyon. A million acres, over a million and, uh, yeah, acres. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. I'm looking. Like, I'm looking something up real quick, y'all. You keep keep going about this. Yeah, about Paladuro Canyon. Uh, there's 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 got to be yeah, tons of artifacts out there too. Oh, I bet there is,
2: man. There was a. They had the. Um, I don't know what they called it. The Paladuro. The Battle of Paladuro Canyon, I think. Really? Yeah. Whenever. Um, they they they, they let a raid in the morning on a bunch of unsuspecting Indian tribes or something oh, like that, yeah. and they ran them all off. And
0: You know, this is huh. one thing I was kind of thinking about, about the video real quick while I was thinking about this. I want to throw this out there, and we can talk about this on the episode because it kind of makes it exciting to look back on it one day uh, and think about it. But w- when I was thinking about what to do for video content, you know, one of the things I was thinking was what Joe had talked about is like going in and talking to people about random people, asking them that question. What's your favorite thing about Texas? And uploading as many people as we can get over the years and kind of getting a tally of you know some of the best places if people come and visit Texas, the best things to do and things like that. But the other thing is, I was thinking to do like a state park uh, where we yeah. go to like, even if we go, let's say we go to four a year. You know, because we've talked about Caddo Lake. I mean, that's yep. the only uh, natural lake in Texas. Caddo Lake, it's a state park. We've got to go. It looks so cool, dude. It looks like it's where, one of the coolest. Where is it? It's on the Louisiana and Texas North, North Texas, okay, North that's Louisiana border
2: B- parks too. Yeah, 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 it's a,
0: it's a popular one. Uh, but let me, and I'm I'm looking this up about Palo Duro Canyon because I believe that Palo Duro Canyon is the second largest. Canyon. canyon. Yeah, dude. Second largest like, canyon in the United States. It's like, yeah. the grand, it's like the Grand Canyon of Texas. It is really? 120 miles long and has an average width of 6 miles, but reaches a width of 20 miles at some places. Its depth is around 820 feet, but in some locations it increases to a 1,000 feet. So that basically looks bigger and as big as these hills out here do. Oh, yeah. That's it that's how tall it is. So that's yeah. massive, you know, that's a big canyon. That's crazy. And uh, that's in North Texas around the Amarillo right? area. Yeah. In the panhandle okay. of Texas. Yeah. Uh, actually some friends of mine just went horseback riding there. That's what I want to do. Yeah, man. that'd be cool, dude. Even riding a burrow through there. <laughs> just to say I've ridden a burrow, I've ridden my ass through I've ridden my ass through Duro Canyon, you know? Yeah. <laughs> On mushrooms? on mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> because of the government? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, so that was actually seriously, that was gonna be my place. Did you have another place you wanted to go? A city too? You said you said Paladero Canyon was the countryside, right? Yes, dude, and then Austin. I like I I, I
2: hate Austin. It's a love hate relationship with Austin, man. I love it and I hate it, but I've been wanting to go back to Eeyore's birthday festival. No, Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. they have a birthday for him every year because nobody really? showed up to his birthday on Winnie the Pooh. Oh, so it's okay. like a, it's been going on for like fifty something Damn, years. Dude. Really? Yeah, that's, yes. pretty that's cool, a great man. day. Yeah, that's oh, cool. cool, dude. Sounds really. like something might show up too. Yeah, that's you know amazing, what I'm dude. I've, I've been to it, I've been to it once. And there's like fucking drum circles everywhere and hippies. Another here. day. And you know, I you know Eeyore, go. you know, here we go again. And here we go again. It's probably no, not going to yeah. be a good one. That ex- that experience, I can't remember how old I was, but that experience at Eeyore's birthday festival fucking changed my life.
0: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm they have way. a lot of cool stuff. Austin <laughs> yeah. Austin has ACL and um, some of the most historic venues in the world, man, uh, really, honest to God, even still to this day, and great musicians. I know a lot of great musicians that live in Austin, young, old, in between, and uh, there, there's just not a shortage of talent in Austin, so I see the attraction for people. The Landing um, Strip? Yeah. Uh, well, and also like, there's also some really nice <laughs> hotel. What is the landing strip? <laughs> it's a strip club. Oh, well, see, I've never been there. Stop <laughs> I mean, so by right. the airport. The yeah, dude, street, I didn't right. even know. I thought you were talking about some like festival or something. Really, uh,
2: One of my buddies bartends there, and <laughs> right on. I visited that a lot whenever I was like eighteen. Dude, that, honestly, man, that was life changing. Yeah, as well. dude, strip strip yeah. clubs, dude, strip clubs throw me man. off, man.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like they just. That I, it just throws me off. I can't go in there and be comfortable. You I mean, know what I mean? I just I can't. I'm I didn't not looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get. No, I'm I just was saying. 18, dude. Yeah, I, fucking... yeah I, I went into one when I was about the same age. You know, and like my friends were always like into it more. Like they're like, yeah, let's go We can go to strip club. And one time I decided to go with them, dude. And like I went out and waited in the parking lot, dude. I just I felt weird, dude. You it is weird. It felt it's fucking weird very me. weird. Yeah, yeah. I I brought
2: that up because my friend bartends there, and I went, and I was like, what the. F-? fuck, like, I'm <laughs> Kevin Harper, small town, grew up in a little bitty town, yeah. like, 600 yeah. people. I don't belong here. Got my driver's license and fucking went to Austin, like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's not, like, that's not good. Yeah, I I was a oh, little, yeah. like, humble, yeah. and my friends were always joke like, oh dude, like, you're like yeah, the you know. most humble guy that I know. And you're I'm like, like, I'm what scarred. What the fuck does that yeah. mean, yeah. man? It's like, I'm scarred for and life, like, dude. And nah. I go in, and he's like, yeah, dude, it's okay, you can come in, you're 21, and I was like. Yeah, I'm 21. I look like I'm fucking 15 in there. Like, yeah. Just out frozen. of frozen, Yeah, no, exactly, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, fucking... I, I wasn't comfortable, but that's, like, a life memory of mine that's, like, holy shit. Like,
0: Well, I remember even yeah. being there, and, like, I know that... And looking back on it now, I guarantee you, especially the people who ran it and, like, worked there, they knew, like, I was super uncomfortable. You know, like, I didn't know that I was probably showing that, but I, they were probably like, look at this kid, you know? He's freaking... Yeah. Over there, I was. I was in there for a few, maybe fifteen minutes. I don't remember, you know, but not long. You know, I felt I was sitting there, like, <laughs> fuck, you know, yeah. I'm leaving, dude. This yeah, I'm is never, weird. Even, I've never
1: even been in one myself, dude, and, and honestly, I haven't because I know I would be like just like that. Yeah, I, it just does not seem like a. So place when I, would I went go out. In and- Flourish. When I oh, went the, out to the that's parking the lot, when I,
0: I went out to the parking lot that night, and I, I didn't look at titties. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Times have changed. <laughs> well, no, back you know, then it wasn't that easy, bro. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm 34 and married, <laughs> yeah, bro. Like 18, yeah, yeah, like
2: 18, I was. No, it was definitely like yeah. I mean,
0: it was definitely like a an experience that I, I mean, you know, I signed up for it. I knew I was going there. It's not like they tricked me into going there, you know. But. uh, yeah, no, it was it was crazy, dude. But uh, so I went outside that night, and uh, I didn't ever really smoke anything. Really, I didn't even really smoke weed back then. I, I, uh, what, you know, maybe a little bit more by then, but uh, not no cigarettes or anything. And my friend had tobacco leaf, like like hard like tobacco leaf cigarettes, yeah, like the hard kind, oh, you yeah. know. And I just decided to smoke on one of those because I was sitting out there in the parking lot, dude. And I got fucking sick. So not only was I the weird guy, not like throwing up <laughs> in the parking lot because I smoked cigarettes, you know? <laughs> dude. So I was the I was the pansy dude. ass, you know, like this guy's scared of boobs. Fucking throwing up smoking cigarettes, dude.
2: Damn, this guy. But sucks. honestly, man, like, you were probably in fucking, honestly, Boone, he, were, he was probably in worse fucking shape in the parking lot of the strip club than you were in the strip club. Yeah, yeah. for real, dude. dude. I think there's for more real. questionable people walking around yeah. outside. That's true, like, dude. And here I am,
0: this young kid, like, throwing up, sick. Yeah. You know, they, they think, I'm not even drinking, dude, you you're know? You're the it's nervous, like,
2: shy kid that got thrown out with the fucking yeah. guys that were, like, trying to grope on the titties. You know, but that's <laughs> a, you know. You're there with all the weirdos without a ride
0: i was like never shy like never shy like in my high school class it was 200 and something people in one in our high school class and you know i got like most out or most comical in our class you know so i was outgoing and i was like yeah. a problem child in some ways you know but still uh, right. i kept it on the tracks enough but uh man um uh, at that time like, I, that just didn't feel right to me. You know what I mean? It just, I, I never thought about, I've never looked at a strip club, and I know you didn't either. I'm, no, I know you no. just brought that up, but <laughs> you probably felt the exact same way, really. But, uh, I just, uh, I just never, like, dude, man, uh, it scares me a little bit. I'm like, I don't ever want to go in a strip club like, again because that feeling like But right? I'm here now. Yeah, like, I'm here. Like, I mean, no one goes to Hooters for wings. You I'm saying? Uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess so. If there's one place that I could say in Texas, um, I'm gonna go ahead and do two places as well, and and it's kind of and it's kind of different. It's oh, kind of different. I'll make it different. I want to go down to uh, South Padre Island. <laughs> if I can tell you one place, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you two, <laughs> cause I can't think of one. No. Yeah. South Padre Island, cause I want to go see a but around a round of SpaceX takeoff, dude. I want to see one of the yeah, rockets that would take off. Cool. That'd be sweet, dude. And uh, down there on the island of South Padre, like not during spring break, but I definitely want to go and, like, you know, it's warm and uh, I can enjoy the beach and uh, chill out. Because they have a lot of businesses, cool businesses down there. And being down there on the island is badass, man. You can't deny it. Like, if you come to Texas and you can make it down there, you know, you got to go through Border Patrol. So, you know, on the way back, yeah, you know, take for a sure. piece. Well, exactly. Smoke all the weed. Smoke all the weed while you're down there. Don't bring anything back. You know what I'm saying?
2: That's the only yeah. place in my life I've ever been to jail, South Padre Island. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, you watch some of the old videos of like, uh, like, like police and and riots at South Padre Island. Dude, it gets wild down there, you know. <laughs> That's another place my friends used to want to go down to. Like, I never went down to the beach at spring break, dude. I was fucking like, no way, I'm gonna get arrested. I'm gonna get arrested. It's hundred percent. I, I did that once. No, I, was, yeah.
2: I was, I was, I was totally. That was weird. Like. And I guess, I don't know if I showed up at the wrong time or everybody's already wasted or maybe they were just wasted from the day before, but like I was walking around the beach. It was, it was weird. Yeah. That was yeah. fucking weird. Dude. That's scary,
0: dude, in a lot of ways when you think about it. You know, yeah. that's a wild <laughs> thing right there. Spring breaks, that's like a whole nother. And then, so the other place I'm going to say is, uh, I think it's a really cool place. And if you can get like a small motorized boat uh, is a place called Choke Canyon Reservoir. And uh, it's a reservoir down in Central Texas, and it has the American alligator, uh, like, in pretty large numbers. You know, they've protected, yeah. and for the most part, I think you can even hunt them certain times of year, as a matter of fact. You can hunt alligator in Texas a certain time of year. Uh, but uh, they have, like, a season, a game season. Yeah. Um, but that's a great, man. I, every time I've been there, which is really only a handful of times, except when I've been hiking just around, because it has a state park around it, a small park as well, and uh, it's got protected. There's not houses around the lake very wild lake but it's wild like you don't want to go there and ski you know what i'm saying you gotta right. be like a naturalist and yeah uh, the, the birds there are pretty good it's a catfish lake catfish heavy lake if you like that sort of thing too but uh oh, yeah. a good bass fishing I lake too catfish. but mostly catfish and uh the alligator man if you can find alligator slides alligator nest and just want to see an american alligator you have a good chance of seeing one down there and i think that's just really cool dude and that's kind of a uh does it open yeah. up,
2: like, into the coast or something? Like, uh, no, like no it's, it's
0: pretty close. Um, so Cho Canyon comes from the Nuasis River, I believe. Uh, three canyons yeah. over, I believe. And it might even be... Oh, no, it's, th- it's three rivers. Three rivers, Right, right? so yeah. it, it, all yeah. three of them come in. All three three rivers come yeah. in. The Medina, mm-hmm. Nuasis, and I guess what, the Frio would come into it? I
1: think, or the Sabinal, one of the yeah, two. Yeah, the
0: Sabinal, yeah, something. We'll, yeah. we'll figure that out. Maybe it's the... Uh, yeah, maybe it's actually the Frio... Sabin Island, Medina, but we'll find yeah. that out. I don't know, but three where, where, rivers where, flow yeah. into it, and then and then from there it's dammed up, and then it goes from a river down to Lake Corpus Christi, which then Lake Corpus Christi then takes water down to the Corpus Christi yeah. Bay. Yeah, I went. So where to, the hell do the alligators? I went to from? Corpus just this weekend. The alligators. What? So the alli- came yeah from, like nature, man. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, I think I think alligator have probably been in Texas yeah, longer than humans have, Texas, most likely. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. The it. American Alligator's alligator, Texas, yeah. the uh, specific, the American alligator. You're not yeah. going to find caiman in the, maybe in far east Texas, you'll find some caimans and like certain types of like crocodilian, but the American alligator specifically yeah. is what you're going to find in Texas. Oh, you
2: know? dude, I'd be bitching out if I was camping there. Like, you seen those, do you see naked and afraid?
1: Yeah, really, just drop anything. you off, and then I know it got fucking yeah. swim yeah. across uh-huh. this
2: lake to go to your extraction point. Like you yeah. put me in some fresh water where there's fucking alligators, dude. I'm bitching out, like I'm out. Yeah. I'll tell no, you what, dude. When no, I'm there hiking, no, when I'm there hiking, like my
0: my awareness yeah. is a lot higher than when I'm like at Lost Maples or Garner or or, or Enchanted Rock because yeah. you know, dude, for real. Like there's a twelve foot alligator, you know, you could walk across, like, and and I don't think they're they're not really necessarily going to charge you or anything. You don't, you know, it's it, you know, it's it's not likely that that could happen, but you have to be cautious for that. It's something that is possible. They are in the park, and not only that, but a (laughs) lot of the camping areas, a lot of the camping areas you know, they end up, you know, someone's like, dude, there's an alligator, you know, throw the leftover chicken out, dude, he'll eat it, you know, watch it. Yeah. And then they don't know that for the next people, that alligator's going to come back to that area. Or later Always that looking for food. Yeah. Or- well, they, or they do it when they're leaving or, hey, let's throw them the rest of the food, you know. And, you know, that happens for real. I know that happens. And that's a problem because they come, it's not the, the animals is doing what the animals do. Yeah. Dude. Animal's gonna do what the animals do. Yeah, and if you're a and if you're a 14 an huh? foot American <laughs> alligator, you know, and you're there, and someone's got their little dog running on, around the water, and it yeah. hasn't eaten in two weeks, but it, last time it ate was right there at that spot. Yeah, someone's like, leftover oh, chicken. Hell yeah. You know, Fluffy's yeah. going. Fluffy's going in the death roll. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know? yeah. Have you ever uh,
2: been to an alligator farm? Like a, I went to an alligator farm in Louisiana. Damn. That sounds intense. Oh, badass, dude. These alligators are huge. And then you get the trainer that's out there, and it's almost like a Joe Dirt film. Like, you go in, and you're like, oh, fuck yeah. And everybody's there for the same (laughs) thing. Like, here to watch them feed the alligators. Yeah. And then, then this guy's taking, like, these big chunks of fucking meat to these huge gators that are coming out of the water. And. That's oh, dude, y'all, y'all I have seen go. videos. If y'all I yeah, all like Louisiana, it. Louisiana look up you know, an alligator dude, farm and then go on a on a swamp tour. We went on a swamp tour in the Pearl River and you could fucking they eat uh marshmallows. They they said they think these are eggs. So just they let the kids like throw marshmallows out to the alligators and shit.
0: No, that's crazy. That's cool, man. You know, I'm actually going on a trip. I leave this Saturday and I'm driving up through I'm going to be going through a lot of states. Uh, and I, when I come back, I'll talk more about it. We can yeah. we can talk about it and what I you know what I experienced along the way. It's gonna be fun. Right. But on the way back, I'll probably be stopping maybe in Louisiana. And if I do, I want to look for where something like that. Are you going? I'm California, going all the way up to Pennsylvania.
2: Pennsylvania.
0: So the states I'll be going through before I go, I'll say it on here so we remember. Yeah. And then the next episode, we can say I'll tell you what what really happened. Right. <laughs> so I should be going through Texas all the way up to Texarkana. I'll be going through Arkansas. Be going through a little part of Tennessee. Uh, or Missouri, depending on which way I, I go from there. But either a small part of Missouri or a small part of Tennessee, right. up into Kentucky, and in which then I'll take the Blue Ridge Parkway uh, right through from one side of Kentucky to the other. Yeah, uh, I love Kentucky. Beautiful state. I've been through it before. It is awesome. And then I go I'm going this route and I'm and on the way there, we're trying to get there quick, so I'm taking interstates. But I'm going this route because it's beautiful. Then I'm gonna go into West Virginia and you go into the Appalachian Mountains, dude. It's, uh, you know, in that, in that, uh, John Denver song. Yeah. West Virginia. Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) Blue Ridge Mountains. Blue Ridge Mountains. I'm going to go through Uh, those on the way home. I'll talk about that in a minute. So then, uh, so then we're going to hit Maryland slightly, a little bit of Virginia and then a little bit of Maryland into Pennsylvania. We're home for a little, for a couple of days. We'll stay in Pennsylvania. Then on the way back, coming all the way through Virginia, and then through the Blue Ridge Mountains in uh, the Carolina side, right around the Carolina-Tennessee uh, border. And there's actually a place called Boone, North Carolina, that I just have to drive through. You know, yeah. It's like, damn, this is my chance. You know, right. And we'll probably try to be around Asheville by the first day, North Carolina. And then uh, come through the northern Georgia where the Appalachian Trail starts. Yeah. And that's when we'll start to head around Atlanta. I don't want to go through Atlanta. I'll go around it just because I don't want to hit traffic and stuff. And then I'm going to start heading southeast. And I'm going to come down to the coast and drive the coast home. And that's when I'm going to try to get to Louisiana and stay at like a hotel in Louisiana on the coast somewhere. And maybe if I wake up and could take my son, I don't know if I, how tired I'll be. But if I could take him over to see like an alligator dude, on a farm, I might try to do that for dude, real.
2: Dude, take him on an alligator farm.
0: They, it's like an actual
2: farm, like a gator farm. Like, like you would go around here to like a... I don't know, like a cow farm or something yeah. like that. Yeah, like, I can't. The I, they just oh, they're like gators. yeah, they're fucking yeah. they're enclosed in cages, and you can walk. Are right they past. farming them for like
1: to sell for like uh, like their skins and stuff like that? Yeah, I think
2: so. Like yeah. little gators, like uh, alligator heads and yeah. tail Gator from meat, from, yeah, yeah. meat. Yeah, yeah, crickets. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, little yeah. little um, yeah. little mementos you can take uh-huh. from Guys, travels. Yeah.
0: I must say this has been. I, got a, I, I did. I got like. I, a mean, little, I got two of them. In my
2: I
1: house, got a little baby yeah. like in her hand. Yeah, like,
2: like fucking cool
1: damn, man. damn.
0: I got to take that.
2: You know, can't let it go to waste, yeah. man, You know. Hey, dude. Whenever you go through Kentucky. um I believe that's where Knob Creek is, right? Knob Creek, Kentucky? You yeah. You ever heard of the...
0: Yeah. I think Kentucky guys do a the lot whiskey. of Texas yeah. shit. Like. Yeah, all oh, the whiskey <laughs> distilleries. Even in Tennessee, yeah. too. Yeah. Jack Daniels, man. Oh, I've wanted to go there. And, but have uh, you ever heard of
2: the Knob Creek Gun Festival? Oh, no. No, I haven't. You'll have to look Damn. that up, dude. Like, like I've always I've, I've, always heard of Knob Creek Gun Festival, and I looked that up on YouTube one time. Holy shit yeah no i'll definitely like, look that up, look up. If, gun if you're festival. going
0: through during the same time i would be like dude you have to experience yeah that. sweet yeah mm-hmm. well, i'll mm-hmm. definitely look out for it man right, i'm looking forward to that it's gonna be fun but uh i'll let you guys in on this and i have to say this has been one of our longer episodes probably ever but i'll tell you this has been a fun episode i've oh, had yeah. a good time yeah. for yeah, sure this, this one has one been fun uh, <laughs> but uh uh i have to say since we're talking about this how about an homage right before we leave to steve Irwin? The real king. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) The real real king of crocodiles, you know, and and, and reptiles, right? Did y'all grow up on Steve Irwin? watching I I mean, seriously, right? Come on, everybody, yeah. Right, dude? He was, you know, he had it going
1: on, man, for real. I remember the news. I remember exactly, like, where I was and, like, watching the TV when I went in. He passed. They, yeah, when they yeah. when he passed, man, it was just like, a, oh my god, no, that's like, unbelievable, dude. And then how crazy. it happens, the like fucking yeah. Like, manta yeah. yeah, manta ray, yeah, no, it yeah, was, man. But his son now is, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if
0: you've, been, yeah. Yeah. if you've like kept up with his kids. Yeah, I have, I have actually man, recently are, I came across something. They're filling something. His shoes, yeah. a little man. They're filling sure. shoes, and and they still have. Even his wife has kept that kept the, the Australian zoo open. Yep. You know, I used to that used to be like a dream of mine is to go over to Australia no, and check out that zoo. You know, that's like. I just love that preservation, like, rehoming them and, like, you know, dude, I don't know. It's just a—that whole thing is cool. That whole story is—I mean, untimely death, I'm not saying that's cool, but, uh, you know, he left a a great legacy, and and, and that's what you live for, regardless of how many years you get on this earth. That's what you live for, dude, I would say, right? So, like, huge homage to that guy. Like, I wouldn't be as— as interested in like talking about choke Canyon and going and seeing an American alligator and having a passion for just seeing it because yeah. I used to watch that show. You know what I mean? Like for real, that gave me a lot of passion for nature and like yeah. respect for it.
1: Dude, you know who else just real quick. Got to mention yeah. this. You know who else? I, I grew up on Marty Stafford, wild America, man. I didn't did really, watch no, that no, not really. No, no watch the movie. Yeah. The, yeah. America. They did make the movie. No, I, I used to watch the show when I was a kid, man, man. And, and, uh, what is yeah. it again? Say it again. Marty Stouffer's Wild
0: America. Okay, yeah, yeah. you can probably check it out on, on, on YouTube. Right? Used to right? come on like
1: PBS or something like that on TV.
0: It, and, he, he uh, st- like you can still find it today on YouTube. Oh or something. yeah, you oh, can yeah, find everything can on there, can, yeah. right? Axel yeah.
2: still watches the movie, man. Like he, he yeah. loves watching Wild America, the movie. Yeah, yeah, the movies. Yeah, they made a movie with uh, what Jonathan Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor, Taylor,
1: Taylor Thomas. Thomas. Yeah,
0: and it's just about like going at just what it says. It's like what we're talking about going to these
2: places and then. But this guy was like one of the first to take a camera, right? Right, he was
1: like the the first like nature documentary guy who like went out and filmed animals just living, you know. Like he was the he was the guy who like broke the ice on all. Yeah, that. sweet,
0: sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Right on. Anything yeah. else you guys want to say to end it or what? The government. <laughs> <laughs> we want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast the independent thinking texans a lot of times you know we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing but who really does in this world it's a busy busy place thank you so much for taking the time though we do appreciate it keep thinking for yourself always and forever have a great day